Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seg Station. This man has a nickname, always allowed to say with no shame. Monday, October 18, 2021. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Seglin here, you're listening to Seg Station Podcast. I got some company coming through today as well as the NBA is back tomorrow. Fired up to talk some hoops with my man, Rich. Hot takes, Letty. NBA Phenom on the pod. Plenty to get to in the NBA with Rich. Try and touch up on some of the NFL Week 6 review. You got a Monday night football game tonight. Buffalo Bills taking on the Tennessee Titans. Shout out to the Chicago Sky who won their first WNBA Finals Championship in franchise history. Shout out Kansas Parker. Um, Everything that Chicago... Sky did as the sixth seed to get through the WNBA tournament. Was pretty impressive. Courtney Vandersloot. Uh, Kalia Cooper named WNBA MVP. A lot of good games. But it is getting closer to fall. Obviously the leaves changing and falling. Spooky season with Halloween right around the corner. And sports really popping up as... The Dodgers are down 2-0 in the NLCS. Red Sox and Astros will resume their series, which is tied 1-1. In the ALCS, after the Red Sox made history and hit two grand slams in the same postseason game, which was pretty sweet. So, a lot of great things going on in sports. Plenty to talk about in the sports world. Looking forward to doing so today. Rich be coming through. Talk some NBA and some other sports news. Should be good. Saw a good friend uh, from high school at the dump yesterday. Had a bunch of bad beats. Fantasy teams got rocked. Overall, not the best weekend for myself, but looking forward to this Coastal game on Wednesday night to win my bunny back on a three-leg parlay, which I did have the Kentucky... Plus 21.5, which they scored on, like, literally the final play of the game. I was watching with my brother, my brother, and I do need to say that I've been the biggest sports fan. Love talking sports, everything about sports. But being able to bet on sports and then watching it, oh, it makes it so much better. So, so much better. Right now, it's time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Segi Straight Talk. Microphone It's always direct. Time to reflect. Please gamble responsibly. As always, you can follow along on my Instagram or Twitter page at Seggy Station. Keep up with what's going on in the podcast. And also, you can always catch out. Check out, I'm sorry, the pod. On my Twitch stream, it's underscore Seggy underscore G. Still got the podcast out on Spotify. Had a poll up. Not sure too many people did that, but we'll try that again soon. Maybe with the NBA as it's starting up today. Should be a good show. Rich will be here in a minute. Enjoy it. I'm not. I tried to do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, hopefully you come through. Yeah, and no, I'll let you know what's good. 100%. Uh, I'll let oh, you I'm know down, for I'm sure. I'm down like, I'm hey, going to try to come down. Sure, like, comfortable there and good to go. I'll come through with Dukes or Chew or something. Oh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'm pretty much, uh, hopefully a couple more weeks, but right now I'm just got a bunch of bad beats enjoying the, enjoying the sports <laughs> and, uh, you kick my ass in fantasy. The Giants are getting absolutely destroyed. I got, I got and lucky. 
You got my and, uh, mind start week. I got lucky that your team fell apart. Yeah, that was tough. Chargers, wow. That was that was real I mean, tough. The Chargers the thing is your team's gonna be fine. You were Oh yeah, no. I'm just saying in general, like I bet on yeah. the Chargers to win that game, like pretty much yeah. thinking and I love the Ravens. I I'm high on Lamar Jackson. I have him for my MVP right now. Uh headed into before that game and game. It's tough to say he's not after that game. Uh you know, I know the Bills are playing tonight. We'll see what Josh Allen does. I think Josh Allen's right up there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how uh, – I did want to ask you before we touch hoops, though. I I got your uh, questions, and we'll go through those. I had a couple for years. I'm pumped for hoops, which is starting tomorrow, which is just wild with everything else going on. Got Red Sox tonight, 1-1. Two grand slams in the same uh, postseason game. First time that ever happened, which was just wild. So you did ask that to the chat. It wasn't. It was literally the first time that's ever happened in a postseason game. Wow, uh, game. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I also I saw that the uh, Dodgers got walked off on both nights in a row, uh, and they're only the fourth team. Are the Braves to win two games in a postseason game back to back on walk off? So pretty wild stuff actually going on in baseball right now. I've been watching yeah. a lot of baseball. Been watching some college hoops. Some NFL, so obviously jamming in some NBA. It's like, damn, bro, I'm going to have to get another TV or something pretty quick, even though I definitely couldn't afford it. Anyways, just before we get into the hoops, I've been going, taking a weekly trip to the Nino, bro. Making some bets, throwing down at the sports book. It's dope as shit because it's kind of close for me. Like, honestly, I can get there in like 30 minutes, dead ass. Like, I don't even have to take the highway. I go back roads. You know, I can go, like, my brother went this morning at like 8 in the morning, bro. You're going at 7, 8 in the morning, bro. You can get there in a half hour, dead ass. I, a couple times I went, I went by myself one day. I went with Dukes once. It's pretty sweet. It's like a, you know, a little kiosk basically. Uh, you know, I got one parlay sticking through. I got a couple NBA ones, uh, a couple futures. I'll get them to you before. I think I told you about a couple of them, but uh, I got one. All my NFL ones have done terrible, to be honest, because I just been parlaying too many together. Because I've only been throwing down like five five dollar bets, but. Why is it the online shit working, bro? Because I've been logging in and it keeps like letting me into my account, but like then not letting me do anything. And like, yeah, why would you let know. me into my account? And then it keeps telling me that like the uh, the the launch is full or something, and like random stuff tell me. I'm like, bro, what is this shit? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, if it's if it's legal at the at the joint uh, at the casinos, and is it? I think your place is you, the one down by you. You say what, Bobby V's, and like, there's a couple yeah. more opening. Like, they're gonna be open, and they they're pretty much open. So, like, why isn't the online working? I oh, told you. Starts tomorrow. I, I to, just, yeah, I know. I saw it. I heard it on the radio. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, the uh, literally the online isn't working. I told you this is gonna happen, but like, do you know when this is gonna kick up? Is this gonna take a lot longer, or what's the deal? Like, tomorrow. this shit's wild. I was just, I'm reading right now. I just saw. I'm looking at a few articles right now that all say it starts up tomorrow officially. Um, online Connecticut sports betting launch date, October 19th, 2021 for FanDuel, DraftKings and Sugar House. I don't know what that is, but, um, yeah, sounds like we're good to go as of tomorrow. So hopefully I'll be able to fire off some futures before the regular season starts tomorrow for the NBA. Yes. Yes. I do have a couple of those like the Lakers winning the championship. Um, like that the, would not be one of mine. Like, I don't like the it. magic making the playoffs. No, not at all. That's awful. You're just pissing your money away. <laughs> <laughs> like the Rockets making the playoffs. 
Ditto to the last one. <laughs> I think Magic is a worse one, though. Magic have no chance. I got the Bucks plus one and the Lakers minus five. Ten to win thirty six fifty. You got games tomorrow night. I also got I also got a five dollar parlay. I got another one. I'll get into you. We'll get into there's some games uh hardcore. I think the next night. I don't know. I've been doing some watching. Yeah, eleven eleven. All these other ones I was telling you about just five dollar bets. Magic. I don't know. Maybe the Magic to do something. I like Jalen Suggs. I like him to re- win rookie of the year. All right. Anyways, you wanted to talk about. Uh, I'll start with one of your questions before I ask you one of mine. Three, three league pass teams to keep an eye on. All right, I'll start with three of those, and then you can go. Yeah. And then after the bell, we'll hit something new. Three league pass teams to take keep an eye on. Definitely the Grizzlies. Shout out John Morant. Shout out Jaron Jackson Jr. I just saw him get a four year, hundred million dollars extension or whatever. Uh, love what the Grizzlies are doing. My dad loves John Morant. Shout out to my pops who took him in an NBA draft that we had the other night, which was actually pretty fire. Uh, I haven't been doing that the past couple years, and I don't know. I got a pretty couple LeBron, couple guys. I missed out. My dad got all the guys I wanted. Russ, Ja. Like my dad's actually got a sick squad. I swear, my dad killed the draft, and I don't even think my dad watched NBA. He's asked me the other night, "Oh, what do you do with IR?" But yeah, I think the Grizzlies are legit. They've been that team that's I've talked about between this Zion and and Ja thing. Zion looking like he's not going to be there to start the few few weeks of the season. I got Zion on my team. We'll see if he gets right with what he was doing last year, which was dominating. And I still think the Grizzlies will be better this year than the Pelicans. That's a team I would keep in mind. But I would throw the Pelicans in that conversation as well. I want to see what's good with Zion. Like, I'm sure they're going to get mad games on TV, but maybe not. Because last year he had mad games on TV. And he, he misses, uh, what, 23 games, I think it was. Uh, I think the Pelicans are a team I want to see with. Now they're getting rid of Lonzo. They're basically saying, all right, Zion's the guy. They still got Brandon Ingram. Um, I don't know what they're doing down low. Did they get rid of Steven Adams? I believe they did. Trying to open up the paint. Like, so Steven I think Adams the Pelicans, on, they swapped centers. Yeah. Tunis and Steven Adams switched teams. So yeah. Both on each I remember that trade. So just, a, just another reason to watch both of those. And then the only reason I'm not going to throw this team in is because this is a team I probably would throw into another question I'm going to ask you. So I guess one last one is the Suns. Cause I do want to see if the Suns are still legit. Uh, I've James Jones, uh, I think that's his name that who I had executive of the year last year coming off of that. Um, maybe we'll get into a few of those on the way out. Like we did last time for real and maybe write them down. Uh, but I want to see if Chris Paul can, can keep it going after a finals loss. You know, a guy I wanted to see win a finals, Devin Booker, like everyone, everyone calling him the next Kobe. Like, all right, dude, can you get them there? Deandre Ayton, like threw, threw those games away a little bit in the finals can you bounce back even after having a great playoffs? I definitely want to see if the Suns are legit. I just saw Mikel Bridges get a four-year, $100 million extension too. A lot of dudes getting paid. A lot of reasons to watch League Pass. I definitely paid for League Pass, even though I'm low on phones. What's good, Rich? Well, That's a pretty good uh, segment just off the no, bump right there, right? I'm, Sent I'm me that about five those. minutes ago. I will say the Pelicans are probably a little lower on mine but i'm with you on the other two the pelicans just like after zion there's not too much i'm looking to watch there but i i mean with zion one of the most exciting guys in the league so i get it uh fully with you on the other two i would say number one for me i feel like a sin saying it i've actually i know i've said this to chewy going back years ago i've said this is like my least favorite nba team ever hate watching them hate that they exist they're fucking terrible but i'm excited to watch them this year uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. So <clears throat> my league pass teams are usually going to be teams that are like 
like the Timberwolves, like in that middling area, like could be pretty good. Like the Hornets last year. Was Thunder. Shout out Thunder. I'm just not shouting them out right Thunder now. Thunder might be a little lower, but yeah, the teams that could be really good have exciting pieces, but like we don't know what the story is yet. And those are the teams I usually want to watch a lot on League Pass. So like I like the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder. I like the Timberwolves. Yeah, you do. One, one because Anthony Edwards, maybe three of the most exciting in-game dunks. He's I've looking huge right now, by the way. Keep going. He's looking big. We didn't have, we had D'Lo and Carl Anthony Towns hurt. Like, I think they played, what, D'Lo played, like, half the year? Yeah, and shout-out Carl Anthony Towns that lost, like, literally about six family members yeah. due to COVID. They played they played about, I don't know, like, 20 games together out of the whole season, out of 70-plus games last year. D'Lo played, like, half the season. And those are the guys they were trying to pair. And, like, it's not a great trio of Edwards, Anthony, uh, Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Towns. But, like, they're pretty bad defense. But, like, that's a dynamic offensive group, all good young guys. So, like, I think they could be pretty exciting. I think they could sneak into the uh, – playing tournament this year i guess a little teaser for a segment we'll do later who's, on so who's coaching take, out there uh it's whoever replaced saunders i forget it i forget his name so he was a coach at the end of last year a lot of new coaches a lot of new coaches debuting uh, his uh, name is chris finch he was the coach at the end of last year he did very well with them so timberwolves are one of the most raptors guy uh, i think raptors guy number two this is going to be a terrible team but i'm kind of excited to watch the rockets i just think they have a fun group of guys between jalen green kevin porter jr and christian woods that's just dudes who like get the ball in the bucket. Like that's some fun guys to watch right there. Yeah, for I'm real. Not, I don't think there's going to be anything special going on with the Rockets. Christian or, Wood, like, not Woods. Shout out Tiger Woods. Uh, I heard he's making I'll a comeback. Woods, you always Wood. say Woods. Um, it's Christian Wood. Um, Shout out to my one viewer, I, I, by the way. I need to do that more. <laughs> I need to. Uh, I need to watch him. I need. I, or I. Or I'm excited to watch him. It's not going to be fun. Most people won't watch him. They'll probably have like almost no nationally televised games. Those three guys are just an exciting group to watch. They have some other fun young pieces. Sangoon, the rookie they drafted, a lot of people. Yo, I got the Rockets making the playoffs. Five to win 130. What's good, my guy? Make the play in. Let's go, Jalen Green. Get at me. That's insane, he says. Here's my little teaser for you. We did the... You're saying to make uh, the play in. If you make the play in, that's making the playoffs, right? Like, shit, the play in's got to count. No? No, that doesn't count as make the playoffs. They would have to win the play in. Yeah, okay, that's that. straight. I'm cool with them making the play in. <laughs> Either of those teams that I have making the play in just to have a chance, bro. Wizard style, Russ style. Let's get it. I have, we'll get into it more in a little bit, but for my rankings this year, I have Magic dead last in the East, Rockets second to last in the West. Oh, uh, yeah, we're see. definitely going to get into that. I disagree um, there completely. What, you got a third team? You got a third team? Rockets, Timberwolves. All right, go ahead. Timberwolves, my other. Uh, team i'm excited so i got the rockets and the timberwolves i'm excited to watch the celtics um i i'm not a celtics fan i'm a knicks fan but i love i've said on this podcast a million times i love jason tatum and jalen brown and i think this might be the best fit they've had around those guys in the last few years i didn't like the fit that much of kemba and Kyrie. Um, obviously better players than Dennis Schroeder is, but I like the fit of like Schroeder, Marcus Brart, bringing Horford back, Robert Williams coming into his own. The problem with the Celtics last few years has been after their top five, maybe six guys, the team just falls off in talent so hard. And for one of the first few times in recent memory, like they have depth, like you're getting down to like your guard, your guard combos. Like you got Pritchard as that third guy off the bench. who was like their first guy for a lot of last year with Kemba Hurt. Like that's a decent third guy to have there. Robert Williams. Horford is the big rotation, Tatum Brown. Like I, I'm feeling pretty good about who they are. They might be like another wing short to back up those guys, but I think the Celtics are going to be exciting to watch. I think they're going to be a top team in the East this year. 
Yeah, I'd also disagree with that. You big Ime Adoku guy? I think a lot of people are forgetting what happened with Brad Stevens. And, like, when I go and look at the coaching hires, like, I don't know. This is, like, the one question mark for me is, like, what's this guy? Like, I don't know. We could see see some of these young up-and-coming guys. I'm all about people getting opportunities. I don't think people get enough nowadays. But, I, like, when I look at the Celtics, I'm thinking, like, all right, man, like, Brad Stevens, pretty much new role, never been there. Head coach, never been there. Trying to figure all this stuff out on the fly. Got some good pieces, but lost Kemba, lost some Evan Fournier, lost some players. Um, you know, I'm not saying those two guys can't carry them. Dennis Schroeder, I mean, we'll see what he can be. Marcus Smart. You know, I think the Celtics will be okay, but I'll think they're middle middle in the pack of the East. I don't think they'll be top just, end uh, I'll just in that regard. new coaching hire. There's a lot of new th- coaches, bro. So many. I think many. Brad Stevens is a really good coach, and by no means am I trying to say, like, oh, this new guy who we know nothing about will be an upgrade. I'm not saying that, but I will say I watch a lot of Celtics games. The Celtics looked like, I don't know, like a, a bad team out there last year. Like, they, you depending on the night you caught them, they legit looked like they didn't want to be playing. You'd be watching them, you're like, what the fuck are they doing? All right, like, so... I just, I think they needed a new voice. They this, looked like a team who This leads into voice. one of my questions for you. Best best uh, face in a new place. I want one coach and I want one player. Uh, best face in a new place, right? They were at one team. Now they're at a new place. Well, Maybe they were. I mean, uh, best, is, best coach has got has to be Rick Carlisle with the Pacers. The Pacers are falling apart coaching-wise. You think year. so? They had a... They had a Oh, I could. I'm going off the top right now, so I could be forgetting someone. Just I'll say my one piece on Rick Carlisle, and then I'll let you go on the coach because I need a second. That's a good one. That's a good one. But I, I would just I, the only reason I'd say Rick Carlisle. There might be something I'm forgetting, but like there was legit like a mutiny in the locker room over this Nate Bjorken guy last year. And when you consider <laughs> the coach you fired after last season, Lloyd Pierce was coaching in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like they had a coaching debacle last year after getting rid of Lloyd Pierce and hiring, bringing in this other guy. Say what you want about uh, Lloyd Pierce was coaching the Hawks, my guy. That's what I'm saying. You let the he was their Pacers coach the year before. They let him go, saying we don't want him, and then he's the coach of the Eastern Conference. Lloyd team. Pierce was not coaching the Pacers, bro. Yeah, he was. When head uh, coach I'm, of the, you're talking Nate McMillan, dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. Lloyd you're. Pierce, I meant Nate McMillan. Yes, Nate McMillan was the coach who was coaching the Hawks in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah, Nate McMillan year. was retained as the interim for the Atlanta. He signed an extension after their yeah, playoff yeah. I'm run. I'm saying he was the Pacers coach. Like, looked pretty good with them. And the pace. I, I was saying. I'm interested Pierce, to see Nate Chauncey McMillan. Billups if we're sticking just coaches right now. Jason Kidd, I'd throw there in that conversation as well. What he can do with. Uh, Kristaps Porzingis, but I'm interested to see what I see Chauncey Billups like chilling with his players. Like I see him at like the WNBA games, like chilling with his players, like Dame Lillard, like all these guys there. Shout out Chicago Sky, by the way. We're not getting out of here without shouting out the WNBA. But I think Chauncey Billups has a good chance to be a good head coach, a guy that we don't really uh, know much about as a head coach. And I throw into that, uh, you know, opportunity section that I'm kind of bringing up. And there's a lot of these guys, man. I saw there's like. Seven new black head coaches hired this uh, offseason, which is great for the league. Um, and I'm so, rooting for all of them, really. My thought is mainly, like, which coach is going to give their team the biggest improvement. And my one thing with Chauncey Billups is I don't see how the Blazers improve because their issues – how much how much of a difference can Chauncey Billups make to their defensive issues? Maybe some. Maybe, maybe um, I don't know why Terry Scotts was just a bad defensive coach. It's hard to say because he's been the guy there for so long. But, like, they don't have a good defensive roster. So that's my – I think Chauncey Billups will be a fine coach. I'm rooting for him. I love Chauncey Billups. Gave Melo the best year of his career. I love Chauncey Billups. But 
I don't know that he can fix the issues that the Blazers have this year, which is on defense. I just don't think they have the talent for it. I think the Pacers are the team where the coach coming in may make the biggest difference because he's a good coach. If you interview the coaches, he's always one of the first three names said for like the best coach in the league. And I just think they had terrible coaching last year and the players hated the coaching. The bigger issue with the Pacers is more like Karis LeVert and TJ Warren not being healthy, but I think Rick Carlisle will get the best out of them. Yeah, best player in a new place for me. Uh, there's a lot of guys on the move. This is a hard one for me, but I'm big on saying, the Bulls. Are we saying, let me clarify the question before you go. Are we saying, like, who makes the biggest impact in their new place, or are we saying, like, the best move for the player, like it was good for them to get out of that other place? Um, those are two, those are two totally different questions that latter I'd say maybe like Kyle Kuzma, a guy that I think like might do something in Washington, getting all the hate in LA, smaller market, got rid of Russ, him and Brad Beal. I kind of like what Washington's kind of doing under the radar. Brad Beal is a baller and they got some pieces there. Harold Kuzma out of that, uh, Russ thing. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the whiz are. We'll see what Kuzma is. But that's not the guy I think would my question would be like the shining the most, which I'm thinking think Lonzo. I'm thinking Lonzo Ball, dog. Okay. And and you can almost throw DeMar DeRozan in here. Uh you know, it's tough to leave uh it's tough to leave Kyle Lowry out of this conversation. It's funny that's how fine. both of those were uh teammates that's and that's fine. You can talk Kyle Lowry. I think he'll ball out. But I'll defend Lonzo Ball here. Here's a guy that I think the Pelicans are gonna regret not signing. Uh we talked about, you know, I agree. The Pelicans going forward, I don't know how they're going to look. And that's why I'm curious to watch them because I'm big on, well, what's going on with Zion? A guy that looks a little bit heavier to me, a guy that's injured again, and a guy that I've talked about a few times with you on this pod. Shout out John Morant. Anyways, moral of the story is I think Lonzo Ball is going to ball for the Bulls. Chicago Sky just won the WNBA Finals. The Chicago Bulls, I think, are going to be legit this year. I was listening to Jay Will, uh, maybe it was today or yesterday, talk about this. Yeah, I think it was today. I think Chicago, yeah, Chicago is about to have the best basketball season they've had literally since Michael Jordan retired. What? Yeah, oh, for hey, real. Stop. Derek Rose had them as a one seed for multiple years. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, but when you have the when you have the Chicago Sky winning a WNBA Finals and the Chicago oh, Bulls, okay, seriously sure. though, when the when's the last time the Bulls were in the playoffs and like actually like a legitimate playoff team? Twenty. 20- 15 with Jimmy Butler, they were a seven seed to the Celtics. Actually, that was so so maybe. six. So we'll, so no, we'll go no, five no. years. No, whenever Dwayne Wade was on the Bulls, um, I mean, shit, bro. Maybe? Dwayne Wade's 17? been out of the league for the minute. If you're gonna tell me it's when Derrick Rose MVP season, fine. No, that's 15 no, no, years no. ago when the Bulls were good. That ain't nothing. No, that was that was 2011 was his MVP season, but they were the one seed in like 2014, 2015, like when the Heat were good. The Bulls were the one seed in the East. Um, I, the last time they made the playoffs, they they were going to win in the first round. They were a seven seed, I believe. They were going to beat the two seed Celtics and were dominating. It was when they had Rondo, Dwayne Wade, and Jimmy Butler. And Rondo went down with an injury doing some crazy playoff Rondo shit. They were up 2-0, and the Celtics came back and won 4-2 to that series. That was, I believe, the Isaiah Thomas Celtics. So 2017. It was 2017. Was the last time they made the playoffs. I mean, if you're going to weigh in the Chicago Sky, sure. I don't know how to factor that in. But there's no chance in hell the Bulls this year are going to be better than the 2014 Derrick Rose, like Joakim Noah Bulls. They could have, I mean, Derrick Rose tore his ACL in the first round or whatever. So if you want to say, like, maybe they'll be better in the playoffs, sure. But 
I don't know how much I want to get into the Bulls now. I, I I like the Bulls. I like what they did. They made the right moves, but I don't have much faith in them making noise in the playoffs. All right, fine. Tell me why Kyle Lowry is the best place and uh, best face in a new place. I will say the Bulls probably got the best ads, like to support your case. Like the Bulls had a lot of good ads. They're going to make an improvement. I like Lonzo as a pick better than I like Demar as a pick, just because I don't know. I think he's a good pickup, young, like still could develop more. Has proved his shot each year. Pelicans are going to miss him a lot, like you said. Kyle Lowry for me, it's. Really, the only other one you could say, and the second one I probably would say, and I'm surprised you didn't bring up, would maybe be Russ. Because Lowry and Russ, to me, are the two where it's like they're a piece on a team that you could see winning. And if they win, it's going to have a large amount to do with that piece. Now, the the knock to Russ is the Lakers were going to be there whether Russ was there or not. They were going to be considered a contender. But if you're adding in a ball-dominant guard and you're saying that team's a title favorite, I'm going to say that's a big add. I just would say Lowry because I think he improved the gap for the Heat the most. If you're watching the Heat last year, um, even going back to the playoffs against the Lakers, Jimmy Butler had to literally die on the court for them to win one game. Like, they literally were just like, please, Jimmy Butler. There's a picture of him just dying on the sideline, just dead. Um, I think having other people to put the ball in their hands and being able to give Jimmy Butler a rest, like, not even a knock is Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, even if he makes a jump this year, he's a good shooter. But, like, you need another guy who could, like, lead the offense. Yo, stop shitting on Tyler Hero on I'm this podcast. I'm not shitting on Tyler Hero. You need another guy like Jim, <laughs> who can lead the offense like Jimmy Butler was doing. And Kyle Lowry's one of the best offensive leaders in the game. So I think he's the biggest ad. That's not a knock on Lonzo. I'd probably have Lowry, Russ, then maybe Lonzo. I could be forgetting someone. But I think Russ is a big ad for the Lakers, too. A lot of because of the regular season. The best thing you could be for the Lakers is have a healthy, rested Anthony Davis and LeBron and Russ, too, come to the playoffs. But a healthy Anthony Davis and LeBron and Russ is a guy who could take the load off them and do a lot of that work in the regular season and make sure, like, you're still in good standing. Yeah, I'm not worried about Russ, really. Uh, I'm excited. Props, I'm, I'm not worried about <laughs> I'm excited to see him play. Um, I don't know. I think... I think it'll be interesting to see the the Lakers. They're opening up uh, tomorrow night, so I think they gotta have a hot start, bro. For real, I, they. I'm hoping they do. I saw them 0-6 in the preseason. I hear all the hate coming that way. I think they'll be a lot better than what they've shown. And I mean, to me, the preseason don't really matter. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd throw Russ in as like one of the one of the best ads this offseason but i'm not sure he's gonna shine the most on the lakers um i get, i was looking at it so, as like biggest impact signing i guess but and yeah I'll he hope. could have the biggest impact signing maybe um i depending think lowry on... would be first because he takes that team on a big jump i'd probably have russ second i think i think underrated but i think al hortford could be up there i'd maybe even put him above the bulls guys. Al like, Horford. We'll see. oh my we'll, we'll god we'll see how he's looking but he could be a big ad he was really good for that celtics team when they last had him and like that's having ridiculous. a playmaking big who can stretch the floor is a pretty big and can play defense pretty big ad so like i don't think he's on the russ and lowry level but i think he deserves to be mentioned <laughs> So you want to figure out who the four play-ins are? Are We thinking? I mean, I did, I did like the full-on thing, including the play-ins on both sides. All right, tell me what you got. This is what I got. I'll at least show it to you here. Yeah, let me see. Um, let me see what you got, my guy. So many tabs up here. Hopefully, this is it. There we go. All right, we'll start at the bottom. The red. I got. On the east side of things, Magic, Pistons, Wizards, Cavs, Raptors missing the playoffs. 
only tough cut for me there was the Raptors. But, like, again, all these teams above them here I like better. Um, West side of things, Spurs, Rockets, Thunder. And this is where I'll talk a little bit. Pelicans, Kings missing the playoffs. I got no faith in the Pelicans, to be honest with you. Zion wasn't walking as of a few days ago. He's not going to be ready for a few weeks, and we've seen how this goes with Zion when he's not healthy. They're going to ease him back into things. They let Lonzo go. They let uh, Steven Adams go. Granted, they got Valanciunas back, who might be an upgrade. I don't like what the Pelicans did, and I think every team in front of them, I think the Kings are probably going to get a little better. I think the Timberwolves have gotten better, who I have ahead of them. I, th- I got the Pelicans missing the play-in tournament, so I'll let you at least say your piece there on any of the teams I have uh, missing everything the whole time. Uh, yeah, dude, that's good. We're going to have to go bell through this section here. All right, so, yeah, I'd agree with you. I think the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Spurs are going to miss the playoffs. I do not think the Timberwolves are going to be in that play-in slot. So I would have the Kings... Or the Pelicans in there, depending on when Zion gets back. I hear you on all that Zion uh, stuff, considering it's not looking great right now. Um, but I, I think in general he's gonna he's gonna get back at some point. So I think yeah. when he gets back, I think they'll be better than those bottom squads in the West. Is is my is my opinion on that? Um, yeah, I think you got. We'll get into some of that other stuff after. Uh, yeah. On the east side, yeah, that's yeah, that's probably right. But I would say my tough my tough one would be the Magic. I think the Magic are gonna be better than you think. I think the Magic for me are how you feel about the Raptors exactly, which are you think the Raptors are gonna be? And I love Fred VanVleet and I love Scotty Barnes, but I just think the Raptors. After what happened to them last season, and then just them coming off the championship, and then them now losing Kyle Lowry after losing Kawhi Leonard, I don't know. I, it's just gonna. It's to me. It's they're trying to figure it out. Scotty Barnes, I think, is gonna be the future, and that's gonna be a couple years out. Uh, so I honestly think the Magic are a little bit closer because they have some guys now that are kind of coming into their zone. Shout out Mo Bamba a couple years in the league, and then bring in a guy Jalen Suggs, who I think. Both of those guys are in- – I think there's a lot of good rookies that are going to be impacting uh, day one, and that's an interesting one to compare. I was talking to Jay on his stream the other night. Like, Scotty Barnes and Jalen Suggs. Like, yeah, obviously we compare Cade and Jalen Green and those top picks all day, but, like, there's some depth going, at least 10, 15 picks. So, like, these guys are going to play probably good minutes on a couple of these teams that are pretty sorry, your red squads, and how they're going to impact maybe trying to get out of that red. I think the Magic have a closer shot than do the Raptors. I don't know. Maybe that's what I, I'll take. I I think that's a reach, only because I think minus looking at these five teams, Raptors, Cavs, Wizards. Pull up the Magic's, Magic. pull up the Magic's uh, roster for me. Yeah, I will. Because uh, they have Mo Bamba, who I think is taking a jump. I love Jalen Suggs. If you're Suggs. looking at the Raptors compared to those teams, there are three guys on the Raptors who I could say are better than any player on any of those teams, minus Bradley Beal and OG Ananobi, Van, Van Fleet, and Siakam. So, like, I feel pretty comfortable saying the Raptors will be better than them. I'm pulling up the Magic roster right now. Like, I'm trying – the best – the most established player on the Magic roster, I'd imagine, is going to be, like, Terrence Ross. Yeah, okay. I don't even even know who your number one scoring option is, like an inefficient Cole Anthony kind of thing. So, let's see here. I can share my screen. 
Nah, nah, bring those back up. What we gotta Come get on, through Jeremy, those. I, I, you told me to pull up the roster, magic roster. Yeah. Um, Not on the stream, but whatever. Oh my bad. Here you go. It's fine. Here's the magic roster. So Cole, like, there's just what do you trust here? I guess is what I'm saying. Wendell Carter Jr., Mo Bamba, Jalen Suggs. Mo, like you don't trust them. They're nice young pieces. You like, like R.J. Hampton, right? I think he's gonna pop like off. RJ. Gary Harris is there. Like I don't know, man. You're sleeping on the Magic. Bring up your other. Are, bring are up your other. Of, yeah, I'll bring it back up. Are any of these guys better than Van Fleet, O.G. Ananobi, Siakam? Is more my thing though. Like I don't think so. Personally, I just I don't know. I again, I'm not. We shouldn't get into like the semantics. Too Siakam's much. a guy I want to see traded. Yeah, me, me too. Um, let's take a step up here. I'm going to focus on the East because it'll be easier here, and then we can look at the West. So I'm going to go 10 through 5 here because it was really tough making some of these decisions. Hornets, so this is the playing teams. Hornets at 10, Pacers at 9, Bulls at 8, which you'll probably have a problem with, Hawks at 7, Knicks at 6, Sixers at 5. So let me say my quick piece here, and then I'll oh let you say any issues you God. have. I don't think this is me being biased towards the Knicks. I've looked at a lot of people's like lists and rankings so far. Most people had the Knicks. I've seen some with them outside of the play-in, but a lot of people had them in the play-in. My take would just be this. I'm not confident come the postseason in the Knicks, even though they might be better suited this year. However, they got better, a better roster, and they have a coach in Tom Thibodeau who has proven to take the regular season more seriously than every other coach takes the regular season, for better or worse. So I expect the Knicks to be playing their stars more minutes. I also think the Knicks are less reliant on a star. Yes, they're reliant on Julius Randle, but with Thibodeau's play style and how many good guys the Knicks have on their team, injuries are going to happen. I think they're more likely to stay afloat with injuries rather than some of these other teams under him, who if they lost a Trey Young, a Zach Levine, a Sabonis, are really going to be in more trouble, I would think. So I don't think I'm open to any argument on that Knicks side of things. That's just my take on the Knicks side here. Uh, a few other pieces. The Bulls, I have them this low because I think it'll take a little bit. Like, this is going to be a clunky fit, in my opinion. They looked good in the preseason. I'm not putting much weight into the preseason. I could be wrong on this. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. But, like, there's no nice fit of having Vucevic, Lonzo Ball, DeRozan, and Patrick Williams on the court together. I'm sorry. And those are four of your best five players. Zach Levine's going to fit with everyone, but those four guys I named don't shoot the ball that well. Patrick Williams shoots it okay. And DeRozan and Lonzo Ball are best with the ball in their hands. Vucevic and DeRozan can't defend. I just think it's like a really clunky fit of guys out on the court together. Zach Levine's not a great defender. I like all of them individually. I don't think it's the best team put together. Um, the 76ers, I wanted to put lower. I could absolutely see the Hawks finishing above the Knicks and above the 76ers. So these three teams here, these four teams here, really, I think could be moved around in any order in the 76ers, Knicks, Hawks, Bulls. The Pacers, I just have a little lower because of the LeVert injury. Yeah. Um, that's all I got to say on those. Yeah, I think the Pacers, you got maybe a tad too low. I might have them in the eighth slot. The Hornets might be a team I could slide into the red, even though I like what they're doing there, and I like LaMelo Ball. Um, you know, we saw him get, go down last year. And if back to 82-game season, you know, you, you never want to say size get hurt. Yeah, and you got Hayward back, but um, I don't know. We'll see how it shakes out for the Hornets. Any of those guys get hurt? I mean, even for the Hawks with Trey Young, we saw him go out a little bit, them slide in the standings. Obviously, injuries impact the standings, but I think you got the Celtics too high. 
I think you got the Knicks too high. And so then I would also say the Bulls and Hawks would be a little higher. Sixers yeah, probably a little higher. You know, I would agree with the Bucks being the best in the East. Uh, I think the Heat are getting slept on a little bit. So I'd have them maybe. Here's the interesting thing that, uh, you know, I think ties into this conversation and we've had it a few times. I think Kyrie Irving is going to come back at some point. I saw Cam Newton get vaxxed and come out and have a video and say, I, yo, I I'm trying to play too. some football. And, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that Kyrie might not take a month, two months, whatever it is, but I think he'll be back and vaxxed at some point. And if that's the case, this changes obviously a lot in here if they end up getting him back. Even if they don't get him back, a lot of people still have the Nets as – this prime in the East, which, okay, they're probably a top four in the East, but they do have some oh, good young pieces. I do think I do think that if Kyrie is, like, actually, like, oh, I'm not playing the entire season, like, it would be not be wild to see the, the uh, Nets right here in the four slot. James Harden, K- KD, they, they've been talking about those injuries. They go down for a couple weeks. Like, I don't know. I think the East is going to be a lot more competitive this year. I see a lot more uh, depth in the East. And I see this region right here, like you were talking about, kind of up in the air, like jumbled up. Like who really knows how the Pacers are going to look. The Bulls, kind of like you talked about, even though I'm high on them. The Hawks coming off a hot season. The Knicks coming off a hot season. That's one of the reasons why I'm not so hot in the Knicks. Uh, and I like a lot of the moves they made. I love seeing Kemba there and bringing in Evan Fournier, trying to give some help to Julius Randle, who is basically doing a lot. And I like some of the young pieces as well. Quickly, I've talked about here on the podcast. I think the Knicks have a good squad, and going forward, I love seeing the Knicks uh, doing well in the NBA. But I just think it's just a little bit of a factor, kind of how I feel about the Nets, Bucks. you know, basically is, you know, these are teams that you know did well last year, like maybe outperformed expectations. Like going into the season now, even without Kyrie, as I'm talking about here, ran a little bit, the Nets I'm pretty sure are still favored to win. I mean, if you're going up against them, and I see it all the time, even when I want – Watching like the NFL, like you're still trying to win the game, obviously, right? Even if you're getting blown out, even if your team's way worse. And I think the NBA is a lot different when it comes to that than the NFL because you're playing games a lot more. So these teams do go down a little bit more. You're not having undefeated teams in the NBA. You're not having teams win, you know, even 70 games is is rare. So to me, like you're going to see some of these teams lose games. Um, and that factor, I think, impacts the Knicks just a little bit, even though they have some great uh, additions. The only two things I'll say before we move on from here, the Nets, the reason I, I did this, counting or Kyrie Irving is not playing, even though I agree with you. From his thing the other night, he seemed pretty like, no, I, I support you if you got it, and you if you don't get it. And I see every side of everything. Like, dude, then what's your what's your deal? What's the deal? Did you see the Cam Newton stuff, though? Not the Cam Newton stuff. Hold on. We can get into that in a second. But I'll just say the Nets, what did they play? Seven games with all three of them last year. I'm not too worried. Obviously, they'd be great to have them in the playoffs. I'm not too worried about their seeding in the regular season if they don't have Kyrie. The Knicks, the thing that could go against them is they had the – they made opponents shoot the lowest three-point percentage like ever, like a record. And some of that's good defense, and some of that's getting a little bit lucky and just being on the light side of right side of variance, which, yes, could go away. So the Knicks could drop back a little bit. I'm just putting a lot of faith in them having a deep roster and Thibodeau playing his guys a lot of minutes, so they're being good in the regular season. But we can move on to the West here real quick. Um, 
So, not much to touch on on the two last ones. Ten spot, I had the Timberwolves. We already talked about it. Clippers, if you feel differently, we could touch on it. I don't think there's too much to touch on there. I don't expect Kawhi Leonard to play in the regular season. I respect Paul George, but when the second-best players on the Clippers are like Batum and Reggie Jackson and Terrence Mann, like, I'll respect Paul George enough and Doc and the roster enough for them to make the playoffs, but I don't see them making much noise. And I think eight and above is where there's like a clear tier gap to me. Like I actually respect these teams. The Grizzlies a little bit more in the gray area. I think the Grizzlies are like a lock for literally right there. I think they're better than every team under them and worse than every team above them. I like their roster. (laughs) They're always in the eight slot. I know. I know. I like their (laughs) roster. They're just a step below talent wise of all these guys above them. And that could change so easily by like Jaron Jackson taking a big step forward this year. Desmond Bain taking a bit like something could happen for them just on paper right now. I feel feel pretty comfortable putting the Grizzlies in that eight spot. I'm lower on the Warriors than most people. I have them at seven. I just don't see why everyone's expecting them to look that different than last year where they were just a middling team. Like, I'm sorry, when Clay Thompson comes back, I'm rooting for him. Hopefully he's himself from come playoff time. He doesn't play basketball in two years. There's no way. He was one of the best, like, two-way and obviously one of the best shooters ever. He's not going to be locking people up on defense. He'll be a great shooter out there for him, for them. But I don't know how much that's going to turn things around. I could be dead wrong. I hope I'm dead wrong. He's out here like making all NBA teams or something like that. But yeah, I let's just keep don't. it let's keep it here for a second. Uh okay. the Timberwolves I think is an interesting one to get into the play in tournament. I'm rooting for Carl Anthony Towns. I'm rooting for Anthony Edwards. Two guys with really good stories. Uh it, it, to me it's just like it's like that's like hard for me like they weren't they weren't that far off last year. I think they were like three, I think you got the Clippers. Here's the thing. I think you got the Clippers and the Grizzlies a little bit too low and I agree with you on the Warriors 100%. Oh, on the Clippers, really? Yeah, so before the bell goes off, have, let me touch on this. Above? So, I think the Clippers are going to be better than you think. You're high on your guy Terrence Mann. Uh, even what they were able to do in the playoffs last year with, with Kawhi Leonard out, I think they'll be able to hold their head with Kawhi Leonard out. And what I'm reading, Kawhi Leonard is going to get back and play some games in the regular season sooner maybe than you think. Uh, yeah, You're looking at this Russell Wilson. I know it's like cross-platforms of sports, but like he's supposed to be out four to eight weeks, and I saw he was able, only able to bend his finger like 10 degrees after, like, after surgery. He's able to bend at 75. The dude might be back after three weeks. So, like, Kawhi Leonard, we've seen it before. Like, he, he's back in. Kawhi yeah, but, like, maybe he's able to get on the court. And if that's able – if they're, maybe the Clips are struggling, he's trying to get on the court quick, whatever it is. I think the Clips might actually have a better record or they're holding their head about, above water and, and he stays off the court, rests up a little bit, and able to make it back for a push. I think the Clips are definitely slated in the eighth slot. I have the Grizzlies up one in the seven. I think the Warriors – Kind of like you. I'm not saying that when Clay gets back, they're not going to look uh, better. Um, but I think just Steph Curry, a lot of these guys, they have young guys looking good in preseason, but we'll see if that carries over to the regular season. Uh, even the opening night, which I think is a pretty uh, wild game, them taking on the Lakers opening night. Two yeah. teams kind of seeing what they've got, new pieces. Uh, should be a good game. Um, but I think they might struggle until Clay gets back. When Clay comes back, I think they might struggle incorporating him. And for that, I think you have them a little too high as well. Um, so you I have think the Clippers above the Warriors. It sounds like. Yeah, I think no. I think well, yeah. I think the Clippers could be seven. I think the Clippers could. I think you have the Trailblazers a little way too high. Even though I like Chauncey, we'll I think I think second. Dame Lillard 
might be out of there before the trade deadline. Oh, Who knows we've how gone it goes? Over this so many we'll times. see how it goes, but I think that's gonna happen. Um, Mavs, I think you got a little too low. I think you're, I think you're a little bit too biased on what happened last year as we well, reach I'll, up to I'll the top of the West. I'll talk about these other ones real quick. So the Mavs are easy to me. I think the Mavs have an awful roster minus Luka Doncic, and I think they got a clear downgraded coach. I'm open to be being proved wrong, but last time we saw Jason Kidd, he was destroying Giannis' shot for him. He was taking a Bucks team who the ex- next year, the exact same team, no changes to it. Mike Budenholzer led to a one seed after they didn't make the playoffs with 50 wins. All that changed was the coach on the team. I don't think Jason Kidd's a good coach. I think he was a good point guard. Um, we'll see. I don't see how the Mavs got better. I respect Luka. Like, the only reason I have him here and not in the fucking, like, nine spot is because they have Luka. And I'll be honest with you, just to tie it in with the Trailblazers, I'd be more scared to play the Mavs in the playoffs in a series than I would be to play the Trailblazers. But if we're ranking seeding and how I think they come out of the regular season, this Blazers team's been together for the most part for a while. They got better with Powell last year, and they got rid of, as much as I love them, Mello and Cantor, who were liabilities for them on D. And they actually put in some good pieces. And Larry Nance, they got Nurkic healthy. They got Powell back now. I don't, I'm not scared of the Blazers in the playoffs, and I don't think they're going to make real noise, but I expect them to be a solid team this year, and I think they have a better regular season than the Mavs, in my opinion. And honestly, I'll just touch on it real quick, because these top four seeds are probably, I have the least strong opinion on them of anything here. You could put these top four teams in any order, and I wouldn't really argue with you. Uh, minus the Nuggets, maybe. The Nuggets, most people would have in the three or four, because they're going to be missing Jamal Murray there. Lakers, I'm probably a little lower on than people, and it's I love the Lakers. I think they're probably the title favorite right now, but it's we've seen this story before. All these teams are really good, really experienced teams, and the Lakers, more than anyone else, LeBron James-led teams, he's not going to bust his ass in the regular season. And, like, I could be wrong on this. They could be the one seed because, like, Russ is dominating, but, like, they're not going to be trying to risk it with AD. They're not going to be trying to risk it with LeBron. We've seen this story before. They want to get to the playoffs healthy, and they're confident they will destroy people. So, like, I don't think the Lakers are going to be a top-two seed. I th- I think the Jazz are pretty clearly a one seed. They've been the one seed the last few years. Injuries could always happen. They just, I mean, they just run through the regular season. We obviously need to see it in the postseason. But these four teams here, I could really put them in any order, and you could put them in any order, and I wouldn't have much to say, and that's the Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, and Lakers. Yeah, two eye on the, two eye on the Nuggets. Uh, you know how I feel about Jokic. Uh, I think missing Jamal Murray to start the season, they have a, a leaky start. Um, we'll see how it goes with... They got, they got Barton back, too. They have a full year of Aaron Gordon. They got a lot better when he came. I think I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I, I have faith in the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs like I was saying last year because that was a hot take. But uh, we'll see how it goes with the Nugs. I think maybe they'll be down in that Blazers... Uh, Mavs gray area. Uh, you just hate and you just love the Jazz. Uh, I think the Jazz are a good squad. I just don't see them being number one in the West again. Um, you know, I'm a little bit more concerned about the Suns than I am the Jazz in terms of the Lakers having the one seed in the West, which I've talked about. Um, I think it starts yeah, off. The Jazz have, I th- in my opinion, the Jazz are the most like well-oiled machine in the regular season of any of these teams here. I think they're probably my safest bet. Like I'll put a bet on that depending on what the odds are, like the jazz to finish with the best record overall in the league. I just think 
they have no roster turnover, no coach turn, no coaching turnover. They shoot the most threes in the league. They make the most threes in the league. They have the most efficient defense in the league. They just like do everything well. Their issues come in the postseason, but I think they're a great regular season team. Yeah, I mean, they got two guys, two hundred plus million dollar contracts. So we'll see if that plans out. <laughs> but no, I. I I feel pretty pretty good about this right here. I mean, there are a few areas where I, I feel comfortable in the tiers, and that's why I color-coded it. I'm, I feel pretty good about the tiers, like, in the range where I color-coded them. Obviously, this range over here of, like, the 5 to 8 or 5 to the uh, 8 seed in the east is pretty tricky. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the crazy thing is none of this matters. There'll be, like, one injury that changes everything, and, like, that'll be why one of these teams is at the bottom or flip-flopped. But. It's all airspace, brother. But we enjoy doing it. Yeah, no, that's I I uh I think that's that could be pretty accurate. You're gonna have to clip that and see if uh see how that uh pans out. Um yeah, I'll clip this one going Where forward. Is... Uh I had our I had our ones from last year somewhere. I don't Oh, I, I still have those. You could I... if you clip that, just send it to me. I can I can yeah, put well, it up in the I, in the post I today. I'll them to you. It'll probably only take a second to find. Yeah, I can put it in the post, just email it back. Um, you watched some football yesterday as you were smacking me in, uh, oops, as you were smacking me yeah. in fantasy. Watched a lot of, a lot of football yesterday. Um, I just pulled up our images from last year I have right here. Oh yeah, we didn't do the award predictions. Yeah, we've looked at these. Uh, yeah, I asked you some last time. I asked you like rookie of the year. I asked you most yeah, improved. Yeah, uh, we didn't get coach of the year. There's a lot of new coaches. Jeez. I'd have to do some more research on that. <laughs> so, so this is ours from last year. Our, we just did top 10 teams ranking. We didn't do it seeding-wise. We were both off on the Lakers. Obviously, they had injuries. They ended up, ended up in like the play-in. Both pretty, you know, you had but next Nets, Bucks. I was a little lower on the, yeah. We, were, we both had pretty similar ones. What's anything really off here? Uh... Heat didn't do too well. The Heat, the Heat were really off. But I, nah, they still made the playoff. Look, the Heat are gonna be nasty this year, bro. Had, Tyler Hero. No, that wasn't your fault, really. They just fell apart. Woo. I had the Raptors off. I had the Trailblazers a little high. I should have been higher on the Jazz. You weren't on the Jazz at all. I was year, smoking I the Suns, bro. You're just a Jazz hater. Yo, I am. I, the Jazz are not gonna have the best record in the West. I'll put a side bet on that right now. Action right now on that with you. I mean, uh, that's a, not a great bet in my odds favor. You have 14 teams. I have one. I'll let you pick, like, two teams. That oh, you think will be my God. That's a bad bet. All right, fine. I got the Lakers. I got the Lakers and uh, and the Suns. That's fair. I'll take that bet. All right. Even though, even though that's the clear next two teams anyway, and I don't think the Nuggets are going to be with number one. That's fine. that's fine. I'll take that bet. All right, 20 I got Jazz, you got Lakers Suns. 20 beans on it. Sure. Jazz All right. Lakers Suns. Fired up. Uh yeah, football was tough for me yesterday. I got smoked in pretty much every fantasy league besides one. Uh the Giants are an absolute disgrace. Um It's just like funny. I'm listening you're, to you're like people. I'm listening spot. to like Max Kellerman who's a Giants fan talk this morning. I have to wake up to listen to it. Uh because I just admire dudes that are, like, genuine fans of a team that, like, suck and then, like, talk sports radio for a living. It's just, like, I'm listening to the radio, going to the dump with my dad, like, 660, like, the New York fan radio, which is, like, 
the most interesting. I've been just listening to sports radio when I'm driving my car. I'm such a fucking grandpa, but it's just funny to me, dude. These dudes that literally are just like, that's their job. And I'm thinking I'm just doing this shit for fun. And I can go listen to the start of my pod today. Like, it's like, damn, I don't even want to be doing this, honestly. Cause I'm just like, it's almost just tragic to me at this point. Uh, even the chargers going down big yesterday. Um, Jacksonville picks up their first win. You know, I was, I was wrong about a good amount of things yesterday. Uh, the Browns got absolutely annihilated. Cardinals moved to 6-0. and um, Are you a Cardinals fan, basically, I'm going with? Because you were basically a Texans fan, so I'll say Cardinals yeah, are I mean, close I, enough I root, or what? I root for them. I root for them to do well. Um, we've, been doing some, we've been doing some power rankings. Uh, I did mine. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but... Uh, it wouldn't be that hard. I mean, you got it. You kind of got to have the, the Cardinals. Bills, the Bills, one, right? I mean, I the Bills still play tonight. If the Bills win tonight pretty handily, I, I think I still got the Bills on my one slot right now with what they're doing on both sides of the ball and what Josh Allen's doing. I would have the Cardinals second, too. Uh, uh, though, I'm sorry, because they slid a little bit in my rankings last week because of what happened up against the Niners and what they did against the Browns, who I had consistently in my rankings just outside now dropped out of my rankings because i am totally sold on baker mayfield i've talked about baker mayfield on the pod here so many times with chew and that is just coming to light i don't think he's getting a contract bro they might just move off baker mayfield uh i know he's kind of banged up right now but it, it just it just doesn't seem right and they just are built to win and when you go yeah. and look at teams right now like in the nfl even yesterday i was Looking at this, basically, you go look at the teams that won yesterday and just do a matchup quarterback versus quarterback, or all week, I'm sorry, um, quarterback versus quarterback, the best quarterback won. Like, obviously, all right, maybe the, maybe the teams that won maybe has a better roster, better team, better coach, whatever, but, like, the best quarterback between the two, if you go look, won the matchup. And it's like, to me, when you go and match up each week, and I was talking about this last week on my podcast, or a couple weeks ago, like... That's what I look at. I look up matchups, and I look up quarterback versus quarterback. Like, yeah, I thought Justin Herbert would show a little better in that performance, but I didn't really take into account, like my dad's telling me, oh, damn, Chargers traveling to the East Coast, uh, playing a 1 o'clock game. They're fucked. And I'm thinking, nah, like, Herbert's got it. Bro, they were sleeping the whole first half. They didn't even show up for the second half. Because, to me, that's just, like, an unfair thing the NFL is doing where it's like, bro, just have that game a little later. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. That's, they're hyping that up as the best game in the 1 o'clock window and ended up being the worst. Uh, literally the yeah. only game you got out of it was an overtime game, which, by the way, we've had an overtime game every single week in the NFL, three this past week, um, highlighted by the Cowboys-Patriots uh, game overtime uh, in the afternoon White window. Game. Which at the Yeah, I talked about that. I, I'm, the Panthers without Christian McCaffrey, that's just tough to pick, dude, because – I think Sam Donald's better than he's showing right now, even though he's throwing picks a little bit, seeing ghosts again. But, man, they just can't win a game without Christian McCaffrey. Like, their defense was elite first three weeks of the year. You lose Christian McCaffrey, even that side of the ball takes a hit. Like, I know they lost J.C. Horn, their number one pick, and they're bringing in a couple new guys via trade, thinking they're better than they, uh, a little bit more expectations than they are. But, man, that's not looking great on my, my end either. Um but I would say, just to round out my rankings for you and maybe let you respond to anything I was just ranting about in the NFL, because there's a lot going on yesterday. Uh, I'd go Bills, Cardinals, Ravens. I love the Ravens right now. Lamar Jackson, what he's doing. Um, knocking my Chargers off like that, who take a big fall in my, in my rankings down to the eighth slot, basically. Uh, I'd go Rams, Cowboys, 
Packers, Bucks, Chargers, Slide. I think the Bengals deserve some respect and a shout out on this podcast as well. Four and two, challenging for that division, even what the Ravens are doing. Joey Burrow, who I've been wrong on, but showing really good. I think comeback player of the year. I know all the hype's coming in for Dak Prescott, and I love what the Cowboys are doing, and Dak's looking pretty incredible. Um, But I do think there's some interesting blemishes with the coaching, a lot of the things that come up with that uh, via the sports talk. I do think the Cowboys' schedule is light right now. You go look at the Bucks' schedule, it's extremely light right now. And I'm talking about this with my dad the other day. I'm like, bro, to me, this is what's wrong with the NFL. And I, and I bitch about this in college, but, like, man, this this ain't right. Like, I don't understand how the Bucs are playing this easy of a schedule. And, and even the Cowboys, uh, it gets a little harder going forward. I do think the Cowboys will lose some games down the stretch of this season. They'll, they'll win this division. But I don't think people are, oh, they're going to get 13, 14 wins. Nah, dude, I don't see that at all. But they ain't playing any prime teams, really. Go look at the Cowboys' schedule. And how the Cowboys are looking right now on both sides of the ball, it's tough to say they're not going to be at least a double-digit win team. I predicted a double-digit win team in the NFC East. Thought it would be my Giants. Not even close. It's going to be the Cowboys. Uh, So shout-out to them, but let's see what they do come playoff time. I think there's some good teams in the NFC that we're not really going to talk about come playoff time. Even though the Bucs in that conversation as well, their schedule is extremely light. I mean, go look at the Bucs' schedule, man. It's absolutely bullshit to me. That that schedule can be that light. And, and, and Tom Brady's going to break these records because he got an extra game. And all these guys are going to be breaking these records. And, and the Bucks might win uh, They're on the way out. Maybe lose a game or two. Like They're going to have 14 wins or whatever it is. Probably be the cream of the crop because their schedule is so damn light. And, and and that, to me, is kind of annoying. When, when we got people shitting on the Chiefs for being under 500 and go look at their first five games. Like... Go have the Bucks play that schedule and tell me they're not two and three. And let me All just right, also, well. no. And I'm just saying, I know, I know it sets up a certain type of way, but I just don't understand this. I really don't understand this because go look at the Giants' schedule, and you're telling me that they have a they have a uh, easier schedule and they finish lower in the rankings than the Bucks did. So I don't understand how people try and tell me that. Oh, your schedule is based on where you finish in the rankings. That cannot be true. That cannot no, be true. Not, no, who says that? That's not how the schedule is based. That's not how it works. That's how it works in any sport. It's randomized. No one's ever done a schedule based on how you finish. That's insanity. Um, so, yeah, some teams have light schedules. I was just looking at it. The Packers maybe have the easiest schedule I've seen so far. The Bucks have one of the easiest schedules the whole year. I was just trying to see, like, how I do my power rankings. was looking at the Packers. Like, for example, the Packers so far have played the Saints, which they lost to, and then Lions, 49ers, Steelers, Bengals, Bears, um, I don't know. They're just playing the easy teams. Their schedule coming up isn't too bad. So yeah. Well, so I'll do my rankings. A few things, though. I mean, the good thing is, at the end of the day, once the season's over, no one remembers how a team does in the regular season. If you're do, if you're having an easy schedule, it helps you get to the playoffs. But you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you get there. I was ready to say you were just shitting on the Bucks. However, their schedule is kind of ridiculous. They play the Bills, and like, there's not even like a single other team you're really scared of looking at their whole schedule. That's it. Um, I will say, though, I heard from you multiple times prior to this season that they weren't even going to win their division, and their division was going to be really tough with the Panthers and the Saints. Yeah. And they have to play those teams four times. Yep. 
Keep it coming. And they suck. Yep, keep it coming. <laughs> yep, keep it coming. As I hear Tom Brady saying, I'm playing until I have 55. Keep it coming, dog. Keep it coming. I might stroke out right, after so the let pod. Me do, let me do these rankings real quick. I'll let me just let me just let me just also say something back to you real quick. The the, the yeah. Falcons are looking a little bit better after what we were saying uh, about them the couple first couple weeks. Who the hell knows what the Saints are right now? Because they're they're three and two off a of bye week. And they're either hot as hell destroying the Packers or getting blown out by the by Lions. Like, I don't know what the hell are the Saints are. And the Panthers are a good football team, a lot of injuries right now, including Christian McCaffrey. And I know he's only played about six games since 2019. It's fucking ridiculous. Everyone wants to shit on Saquon. Oh, he's not around. This dude McCaffrey's not around either. This, this fantasy guru, and I'm still sticking with my thing my brother told me the other day, nobody should draft anybody other than Derrick Henry number one in fantasy here on out until at least Derrick Henry starts slowing down because he is way more consistent than those guys. No questions about it. No questions about it. But if, you're, if, you're if Christian McCaffrey wasn't hurt right now, I'd argue the Panthers would probably win maybe one or two or more of those games. They definitely would have lost that game. They're up 15-3 to to the Eagles. And if that's the case, they are right there with the Bucs, even though they're 5-1 with this easy schedule. I thought they'd lose a couple more games. So I'm going to defend myself in that regard. But you're right. The no. Bucks, the Bucks are looking like they're going to walk through that entire schedule. And in that case, it, to me, it just sets up for some more BS. I don't know. That's just me. If, Bull driving. It's fixed. If the Bills go off tonight, I can see putting them number one. Yep. Knowing what we know now, I'll put the Cardinals number one. Their wins have been pretty impressive. I mean, we can use revisionist history and say these teams aren't that great now, but coming into the year, we thought the Browns were pretty good. They smoked them yesterday. They beat the 49ers, beat the Rams, beat the Titans, beat the Vikings. Yeah, fair. None of those phenomenal teams, but all none of those cupcake wins either so i'll put the cardinals number one i think it's close though i'll put the bills number two on there and then i think it gets a little tougher i'd put the ravens number three and lamar got the win yesterday but like lamar himself didn't look great the flip side to that is like he didn't really need to they were up so quick so early that it just kind of was what it was so i won't read too much into that i'll put the ravens at number three there then it gets tougher the remaining five and one teams would be the cowboys the packers and the bucks I'm not putting the... Uh, you don't have the Rams in that conversation. Where are the Oh, the Rams are 5-1. and one. My bad, I missed them there. Okay, so I would personally put the Rams ahead of them then, number four. That's me. And I go Bills, Cardinals, Ravens, Rams. You switch the Cardinals one over the Bills. Then, yep. all right, let's keep it going. I, Who do you got five? I think, I think the last spot, I'd go the Bucks. And now I know... Really? I know their schedule's easier... But I'm just looking at it today is like if the Bucks and the Cowboys were playing, who would I have more faith in winning? And I'm not saying the Bucks would win it. I just feel a little safer with the Bucks side of things. Looking at the Cowboys schedule right now. Well, obviously they did play the first game of the season, but looking at the Cowboys schedule right now, wins over the Eagles, Panthers, Giants, like, you know, not incredibly special teams over the Pats, but the Bucks are in the same boat. So at the end of the day, I'm just going to go down to which team do I trust more when their wins have been pretty similar, their schedule's pretty similar. I'm just going to trust Tom Brady and the Bucks over them. I think it's pretty small. That would just be my pick. Yeah, I just did want to I just did want to bring up a point real quick though. Decent rankings. You you're you're higher on the Packers than I've been. Uh Packers no, are, are I didn't have them in there. I no, I know, them. but I I I've been a little bit low on the Packers. I got the Packers 6 right now on my rankings. Uh I did want to shout out what the Packers were doing cuz I thought they would be uh, you know, struggling this year based on their off season. And after getting blown out week one, they've routed off five straight wins. Uh, 
I did need to ask you about this though, because did you see this Rogers shit yesterday where he he's like humming to the fans, like literally swearing, like I, I fucking, fucking own you. you. And, and here's the thing: he's twenty-two and five uh, as a starter versus the Bears. He's got fifty-seven passing TDs to twelve interceptions, five straight wins. I mean, he's he's owned the Bears going back a decade. I mean, since he's been the starter there. Um, but this is why I don't like Rodgers, bro. When he was asked about it afterwards, it, no, 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 I'm cool with him doing that. I'm cool with him doing that. I'm not cool with him after the fact. When he was asked about it afterwards, and this is also, I've been coming around a little bit to Brady, um, a little bit more, but this is something I did not like about Brady his entire career is the way he responded to, to questions. And when, and when Rogers was asked that, did you hear his response? It, it, to me, that's just why that I hate Rogers. that he blacked something. out or blinked out. Bullshit, dude. You know exactly what you were doing. You knew it. No, I don't, I, I don't I, believe I, that for a second, bro. I don't believe that for a second dog. Like, all right, I get sports bring out emotions and fire and adrenaline and all that. But like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you know, for a fact that you've been destroying the bears your, your entire career. You knew exactly in that moment what you're doing. And, and when people are coming on the hot mic saying, oh, well, Rogers shouldn't be doing that to the fans and all that. No, he should be doing that. But when you come out and talk about it, don't act like you weren't doing that for a reason because you've been shitting on the Bears for, for a decade. But Show that you actually are good and, and, and back it up rather than coming in and just throwing some sorry-ass excuse out like Tom Brady like, overdid his oh, entire I, career. I, I, but now he's I coming out, Tom Brady. Oh, oh, I'll be playing until I'm 55. Oh, walking out with a thumb taped up saying that oh i could never do this in new england because we had to keep this hidden like the type of shit brady's doing now is the type of shit he didn't do in new england this is the nuances of sports that i love that maybe you don't tune in as much but like you go watch that rogers in your interview and you go and watch rogers on his weekly stint uh tuesday with pat McAfee show the way he like talks and just like comes across is just like a total dick dude and I just don't fuck with Rodgers because of it, regardless of how good he is. And also, I'll throw this little nugget in there. He's 7-8 in his last playoff, uh, uh, whatever it is, 16 playoff games and 0-4 in his last NFC Championship games. So I'm just sure. chill. Just I'm chill sure. on acting like flaunting like you're Tom Brady. And it by the way, like Tom Brady can go I suck have, a dick too. It sounds like you're saying I have no problem with it while saying you, in fact, do have a problem with it. It sounds like you do have a problem with it. I have a problem with the way he reacted to being asked a question about how it went so down. What do, you wish, what do you wish he said? Do you wish he was like, I wish he actually, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, not that, but I <laughs> wish he actually said, I mean, he could have said that minus the explosive cause he would have got fine probably, but, <laughs> but he could have said that he could have literally said that. Yeah, dude, the lady was flicking me. He could have literally said that at the table. This is what I hate about the interviews. Like it, it's like very filtered. What I wish he said was maybe some of that, uh, Maybe I, but yeah, go check my record of, of what I've been up against the Bears as a starter. Uh, go go check how I've been doing the Bears I, I, for the past five years. Like Rogers talks like he's a flaunt guy and he's gonna make all these power moves and then he's about to sit out and shit and then comes walking back in and got his flow hanging out his helmet and so, acting all fucking cool. So, like nah, okay. I don't fuck with okay. him at all. So here's my 10-second response. I'm not even going to waste too much of my time. This is a you issue and not a Rodgers issue. Considering it just uh, went into like, and fuck Tom Brady and yeah. fuck his head right, and fuck right. this about him. Yep. And this, about him. <laughs> this is a you thing. This isn't a Rodgers thing. All right. All right. Rich. <laughs> Classic. It's um, not you. No, it's I mean, me. I don't know. I don't know what else. I, I like anything where people are just like, 
getting after it, just rubbing it in. I don't know. It. I don't know. Like well, one of my best back basketball memories, like game winner ones, is when Dwayne Wade's like on the top of like the score, uh, the scorers table, like screaming to the fans, like this yeah. is my house type thing. Like I don't know. I'm not gonna get. This is the opposite. It was at the away stadium, and he's screaming like "fuck you guys." But like I, I believe him that like that's raw emotion in that moment. Like in hindsight, in that moment in the interview, was there maybe some other reason he know knew about that he didn't say of why he did that? Sure. But in that moment, like, you're not thinking that out. You're just kind of like, fuck yeah, let's go, and just, like, getting hyped and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I disagree there. Like, it, when you're hyped and in the moment and you either know you're mic'd or know you're on camera, you know exactly what you're saying in the moment, regardless if you know that your adrenaline's pumping or whatever. Like, anytime we've ever seen that happen in sports, like... Uh, the dudes aren't like, yeah, I blacked out. Like, shut the fuck up, Rogers. You blacked out. Like, whatever, dude. Whatever. He's just—he's a fucking that. liar. No, he's a straight up liar. Uh, <laughs> straight up. No, no, he's a fucking liar. I'm not. There's so many lies that people just act like are are the truth because they say it. All right, whatever. That's fine. If you're gonna believe what's coming out of Rogers' mouth, that that's fine. Um. I did want to get you, I'll get you out of here on this though. I'll let you go. Cause I don't know what you're doing the rest of the day, but I'm trying to play some games and chill. I got to let the dogs out. So I'll yeah. be, I'll be finishing up soon. Anyways. Um, I'll be watching the Red Sox and pooping and stuff. Yep. Um, I still got to clean up a few things solo, but I'll get you out of here on this. Um, first of all, uh, you going, well, how do I want to do this? I wanted to ask you about this thing in the NBA before I ask you about if you're doing anything trick-or-treat-wise or going uh, out for Halloween because um, it is spooky season. The leaves are changing quick, dog, and it's getting cold out. You better get your heater going because it's about to be a little yep. chilly the next couple weeks. But I did. I need to I need to know if this is, this is correct because I saw this and I brought this up a couple times now and, and the season's starting tomorrow. Is this actually true? Because I've seen this a couple times. Um, we've talked about Brad Beal being unvaccinated, and apparently he's eligible to play in every game this season, including those in New York and San Francisco. Is that actually a thing? Because I was un- I was unaware of that. That's I knew he wasn't vaccinated. I didn't know he was going to be. And this is according to clu- this is according to Clutch Sports. So I ain't getting this off some dude's Twitter. Uh, I'll let you know where my sources are at. I don't know if you want to check this up. But that's that's what I'm seeing is that Bradley Beal, unvaccinated, is available to play every game this season, including those in New York and San Francisco. Of course, the bottom of this says Kyrie Irving, unvaxxed, and can't. Um, I told you a little bit how I feel about Kyrie. Uh, I came into the solo the other day, um, trying to talk about how I felt about Kyrie. It probably didn't come out right. Um, but I do genuinely agree with a lot of stuff Kyrie uh, was saying in that IG. Uh, video. I don't know if you were here and we talked about. I don't think you were here and we talked about no, the video at all. I wasn't here, but I so um, I'm watching it in Jay's stream the other night, and, and yeah, it's like, of course he's gonna get rocked for a lot of the thing he's saying, a lot of the things he's saying, and okay, I could probably rock him for the lot of things he's saying too, but in general, like, I personally agree with about seventy five percent of the stuff he was saying, um, including the stuff. Where it's like this stuff with Brad Beal. And I brought this stuff up before, bro. I've asked you this stuff before. And I asked Jay, who who 
Uh, he was working for ESPN. I guess he's not anymore. I don't know where he's working at now. I'm going to have to ask him next time in the stream. He's he been works doing for, it. like, Roto-Grind. Um, he works for one of those Roto sites. That's pretty sweet, actually. Um, but, yeah, he was saying he can come on the pod now more, maybe talk about it. But I was asking Jay. I'm like, bro, why doesn't the NBA just mandate vaccines? Um, and he's basically we saying. on the last one. Yeah, and he's basically saying how he kind of agrees with me, how the NBA, he's surprised the NBA hasn't. This is why I'm so confused with this whole situation then because you keep telling me, well, it's not the NBA teams. It's not the NBA. It's it's where they're at, like, in terms of jurisdiction. if they wanted to. Correct. But, right like, now. how are you going to tell me that Brad Beal is allowed to play in that New York stadium if Kyrie can't? That's where I'm confused. Does I he mean, have, like, a religious exemption? It could be medical. I'm trying to look right now. Um I I so I see stuff saying he's confirmed that he can play in places. I have not seen. I can't find anything saying why. I don't know if that's like. I'm. I'd imagine he doesn't have to tell us. He doesn't have to tell us like his medical history. It could be religious. The more common thing for people not to get it and to be exempt from it is to have some underlying medical condition to where the vaccine is dangerous for you to get, which is a thing if you have some underlying medical condition. So that. That could be one of them. I don't know. Um, I don't know if we're going to find out. But th- the thing the thing with Kyrie's is, like, I don't know Bradley Beal's case, but I do know that Kyrie met, what what's his religion? What did he switch to? He met, like, one of the heads of whatever religion he is, like, a year ago, and then switched to that religion. So, like, I don't know. You switched to your religion a year ago. He switched his religion multiple times in the last few years. Like, I don't know. If I were the NBA, I'd be like, bro, you're not getting a religious exemption. Well, he's not. Religion you are today. He's not. I know. He's not. I know he's not. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure Bradley Beal's reason, whatever it is, is at least more legitimate in that, like, whatever religion he's going by, he's at least been with his entire life. Like, <laughs> he at least has a medical condition or something like that. It's not like... Oh, you felt like being Jewish today. Nice. We'll mark you down as Jewish today, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my god, you gotta not make this shit. I just like, you know, I, this is the shit that I find wild. Um, because you know, I I was saying I didn't want to be Cam Newton, and I, apparently Cam Newton didn't want to be Cam Newton anymore because he went and got the vaccine. No, seriously though, and. You know, it's 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 wild to see where shit's at, though, because I can totally understand. And I, when Brad Beal's giving that press conference, I'm sitting back like, dude, I don't even know if he's got a medical or religious exemption, but I listen to Brad Beal's presser, and I'm like, yeah, I totally agree with this dude. Like, I was saying this shit to Rich, and he's basically telling it. me, like, oh, yeah, like, and I get it. You, you, you're probably right. You were telling me a lot of the time, a lot of the shit that was right, but... I was still somewhat skeptical. It didn't mean I was against it. It didn't mean I'm anti-vax. doesn't mean cancel culture and all this fucking gay shit that I see all the time. Like, all I'm trying to say is when I look at the all the things that you can react about this, it seems like Kyrie is kind of getting a bad rap here. And, and how long is he going to take that bad rap? Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Kyrie's probably got the money to, to not play in the NBA and, like, just vanish off the face of the earth and not have a platform and, and he might be all cool and fine with that but but uh, you go and ask even the average person like hey you even if you went and someone told me like they're cutting off my podcast like bro i, I get like i don't know a few viewers couple listens like yeah it's i don't have that much of a platform it's i don't really get 
this isn't my job. But yeah, if they hit me up and we're like, yeah, sorry, we have to cancel your your uh, Twitch stream or whatever, you know, you're saying some whatever it was, I'd be pretty pissed. Like I'd be, I'd be a little bit upset. So like, I don't know. For me, Kyrie's kind of still in his prime. Kyrie's I mean, always been one of these guys that's like a little bit like considered off maybe he's not off like i don't know man like he might be just a normal dude going through some shit and like oh i don't know here's my best defense of Kyrie. like i don't think he's a bad person like you can tell through his like him doing these things and you watching them he's just like a introspective kind of person like kind of a little bit out there like believes the world is flat like believes in conspiracy theories like he's even said it like he's like been like you know he's he said one good thing on there that is it takes a smart like intelligent person who has grown a little bit to say it he's like i used to try and force my beliefs on other people i've grown and i don't do that anymore and i've accepted everyone's beliefs but i still live off like my own principles which is how i agree with that 100 percent Whatever we're talking about for vaccine aside, that's how everyone should live yeah, your life. You should yep. be able to understand why other people are doing the things they're doing, even if it doesn't make sense to you. Hear out their, your their reasoning for why they're doing that, while still staying true to what your principles yeah, fair. are. The difference about a vaccine is more like it's more than just about you, which is where some people are struggling. Like you can't just be like, "Nope, this is the way I think of it." It's like, "Well, did you do? Did you give yourself any information as to?" why you're going to think that way or you just made up your mind because it's kind of a big decision but when it comes to other things like this is like what my ethical code is this is what i will do and won't do like that's a good thing to have and that's what he has but like it's it's just more of a gray area when it comes to this yeah i just think it'll be interesting to see for me and i was one of the guys heading into this season bringing up to you heading into last pod bringing up to you i don't know if Kyrie's is going to get vaccinated I now, I now see guys, and it's not just Cam Newton coming around, and it's not just Andrew Wiggins. It's myself. It's it's some of these things that I'm seeing uh, in terms of from the uh, FDA, in terms of the amount of people that are apparently changing their minds and going out and getting vaccinated. Like people are at least somewhat changing their mind in terms of I'm never getting this shit, and it seems like that's what was being placed on Kyrie before we even knew. That was Kyrie's stance. And I'm just, only that's what I'm trying to say. Like, Kyrie is the type of dude where we don't even really know what the hell he's talking about anyways. And then also something this serious when not all people want to be out in the public spectrum. Like, I was listening to a Josh Allen uh, interview and I'll end it on this for you and I'll let you go. Maybe have some fun stuff and be out. But, um... It's funny because, like, Josh Allen, baller, Jordan, uh, jump over last Sunday night football game, playing in, again tonight on Monday night football game, saw what he did last year, saw what he's doing this year for the Bills, uh, you know, a team that really hasn't done much, a, a contender in the NFL because of Josh Allen and the rest of the team built up around him. Talking about how he says the, the con to his job is not having enough privacy. He talks about how he likes to be... Just like, I don't know, kind of like a homebody. Doesn't like doing shit. Just like playing football, like studying, whatever. Probably gaming, watching TV, doing the shit that I like to do. And then just doing his job and just going, whatever. Just doing his thing. And they really don't get that much privacy, bro. And they get asked a lot of difficult questions. They get put out into the spotlight. And that's one thing I've always also been able to appreciate since I've been doing this. Since coming in and talking about some of the things that these people respond to on this. And yeah, I disagree with what a a lot of people say. 
I also agree with what a lot of people say, and it can always go both ways. But I think more or less the the fact is, is it, it seems like most people can either be like, oh well, like you're either on Kyrie's side, Stephon Marbury style, like like whatever, uh, Steve sticking up for him with Stephen A, all the shit that is going on with Ky- Stephen Jackson style, or you're fuck Ky- you know you're anti Kyrie, he's a piece of shit, fucking yelling at him on Twitter. Like there's no there's no in the middle, bro. There's no in the middle of every... I'd say we're both pretty in the middle. No, but I'm saying... No, no, no. But I'm saying for the general person. Like, Uh, if you go and take the the most reaction to what's going on with Kyrie Irving, there's no in the middle. You're either on one side or the other. And, like, that's where I'm... That's where I'm struggling with a lot of the things that are going on right now. Not only in sports, but just in society. And I've always kind of been saying this since I've been starting on my pod. Like, I've only been seeing things getting crazier and crazier. Like, I... to come to think that I started out my pod and COVID wasn't even a thing actually blows my mind for a second. And and now to kind of see where we're at and to kind of see sports splashing back on the scene and a hundred thousand fans. Did you see did you see that uh Tennessee Ole Miss uh fan incident with, with Lane yeah. Kiffin? And we saw this shit with Kyrie getting bottles thrown at him and fans being back in the stands and doing wild shit like that, throwing stuff at athletes. Um that was actually one of the wildest things I've ever seen. And, and uh, like, what do you even do? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't kick out, uh, what, the the 200 people that were throwing shit? Like, yeah. bro, Lane Kiffin could have literally gotten hit with a golf ball in the temple. And I, I'm not saying he would have died from that. It's possible. But, like, he could have been seriously injured. And, like, you just imagine something like that happen. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just... I just don't understand where things are at. You're throwing mustard bottles at at, at a college football game, like and golf balls, and and, and well, people. The, the thing is, people. When you I, actually I, think I, about I shit for a second, though, isn't it I, actually I, crazy though? That's well, that's what, that's what I'm about to say. I'll preface this with: I'm about to say people care way too much about this shit. While, I, while acknowledging, I'm someone that's been talking about sports for two hours on here. That's going to watch sports tonight. That's going to spend a bunch of money on DraftKings. I spent too much effort on this. Sure. But the fact that people take it 10,000 times more I, is incredible to me. I, like yes. Taking it to, taking it to the kid that shoot, not that he should get yeah. any time or whatever. The kid that give him a shout out. Cause I did want, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that another thing I'm talking about. Like sending that other thing to a dolphins player where it's like, he had money on the game. It's his team. They let him down. It's like, dude, I, I just can't imagine rooting. If you're rooting so hard for something that when it goes badly, you despise that thing. The problem is you. The problem is not that thing. Well, hold on a second. Your emotions hold on are a so second. Out of check. No, no, no. The only real quick. Your emotions are so out of check. If you go from full support to fuck you, I hate you. You're the worst. You suck. In two seconds, you're the problem, not the person, because you're watching a sport where things change like that. So if you're emotionally unstable enough to just like flip and lose it in a second and start turning on people and throwing insults or literally throwing things at people, you're the problem and you need to remove yourself from that environment. Well, yeah, here's the thing. I I say this to someone who just loves sports. You and I, like 90% of what we do is sports. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you can't draw the line in the sand, like you need to chill out. Well, I think, I think that's the most wild thing though, because, you know, I'm watching the game. A few weeks back, the Giants came at the sports bar, Chicago Sam's, by myself, uh, you know, watching the Giants lose to the Falcons uh, and reacting at the bar, but but I'm not about to punch the bar. I'm not about to fucking 
sent DM a Giants player and call him an N-word or, or do any of that wild shit. Um, but yeah, dude, I feel all that same, I feel all that same anger and pain, but I ain't unleashing, I ain't unleashing that shit out on some random person waking up choosing violence and shit. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it is kind of wild to me. And I do, and I started off the pod like this before you were here. Like this whole thing with the whole sports betting thing has just made watching sports just way more enjoyable for me. Um, and it does, I guess, make me understand some of these uh, reactions, I guess, because I don't know how much money this dude had on this game, but like, I'm only, th- I ain't, dude, I ain't bet my life savings on on sports. That, you had too much money on the game for sure. You should never be placing a bet where in five hours you could be hating your life because of that bet you placed. You shouldn't have placed that bet. That was a stupid bet. You're never guaranteed to win anything. If you, the money you place, you're not okay with losing the second you place that bet. I totally you agree. Be placing that bet. I totally agree because people. This kind of just led into my whole thing where, like, Alex's girlfriend uh, gives me shit sometimes because I was, like, going to the need. Like, I'm like, bro, I was like, I'm so, like, I'll admit, like, I'm, I, I like gambling on sports and I enjoy nothing more than watching sports. But I definitely don't have a problem, bro. I ain't, I ain't betting mad money on it and I ain't acting like this and I ain't doing the amount of uh, gambling that some people are doing. No. But I just think it's interesting to see some of this stuff play out and and, and just in general. Like, it choose sending that stuff yesterday. I'm thinking, what is this? And that that's just a classic, like, weeks, random week six NFL game where a dude literally – I mean, let's just be real. His whole life has changed. Like, yeah, for, yeah over some stupid bet. Yep. I, it's it's incredible. People are, are so dumb with stuff like – Betting's fun. I've done DraftKings for years. It's not exactly betting, but, like, it, it is. It is just not the exact same way as it is, like, you know, betting on spreads and stuff like that. But if you're if you're going to come away from betting, you're supposed to come away with betting, and it's the reason you do parlays and stuff, with, like, an adrenaline rush. Like, okay, I put in this losable amount of money, but I have the potential of making this big amount of money, so I'm now excited to watch this, see how it goes. If it doesn't work out, fuck, that sucks. I'll be okay. But, like, the upside is so great on this. Well, this is my problem, brother giving me, the like, problem. Prop. The problem comes when you start using betting as, like, oh, this is a lock. And you're betting, like, $100 on it. Then you lose that 100 Then you're like, fuck, I need to make that back. Well, this thing tomorrow, I can't lose on this. Well, if I lose on that, then I'll double that. And I can't lose yeah. on this one the next day. And you're I'll down five. you just end up fucking yourself. Like, you cannot – you should never – be, unless you are a professional gambler, which is like almost no one because it's so hard to do, you should not be betting money as a, oh, I need to make this money back. It should be like, wow, it would be cool if I made this. <laughs> yeah, shout out uh, shout out Liv Moods, though. Uh, Who's that? I don't know. i just been following her on Twitter. She had a couple oh. locks for me this week. Um, I, check her out. Like She's a... She's a uh, professional gambler. I don't know. She's cousin there's, Sal, girl style, uh, whatever. I'm shouting out the ladies uh, always. There's some there's the people I follow that are real good at daily <coughs> fantasy sports and DFS that have some good betting content that I've never really used in the past that I'll probably start using. Yeah, if that thing's opening tomorrow, that'll be pump. And I've just been That's like, it. what is good? Like it's actually pouring out, but like it looks like the sun's out. Like it's been one of those days. It was pouring here, like. 20 minutes ago and it is as sunny as could possibly be now yeah it's been one of those days where it's literally like raining but not raining 
That well, sucks. I got to get you boys up here for one of the NFL Sundays before you get back to work. Yeah, I'll come. be working those days. Yeah, no, the only reason I honestly didn't come, I would have came yesterday. I literally forgot that I was like, yeah, dude, I'm definitely coming this week. And my neighbor's, like, daughter who was up, like, wanted to stop over and see Callie and, like, check out, the like, their house and shit. So she was over till like, 1230. And then by the time then, I'm like, oh, shit, the games are starting. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm down to come. Weird, I'll weird come by myself, day. honestly. I've been doing everything by myself, dog. Like, that's the shit that's weird. Like, I'm actually... I wasn't going to pod today. Like, you hit me up to pod. Like, I, I, I guess I might have done a... So- I don't know, dude. I don't like doing shit by myself anymore. Like, I've been playing Mad 2K in the fucking old gym. Bro, which, by the way, I just need to tell you, that shit sucks. That is the worst shit because it is the same stuff like the park, bro. The same, they don't want to win, dog. It's the same dudes hucking up dumb shots. And most of the time, I don't know if it's my luck or not, bro, but I'm the dude that gets two 75s in their first game as teammates, and I'm up against three 99s looking like they're squatting. And, bro, I'm telling you, my 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 win percentage with my one guy, because I played one day literally just like pretty much all day just trying to get my guy up, is down to like 10%, I swear to God. Oh, you got... But you don't get your guy up through playing those. That's like the slowest way to get your guy up. That's my style of getting my guy up. Let me just say, my guy's better than half the dudes that play in that gym, and that's the shit I don't understand, bro. Like, there's that many dudes playing 2K that literally turn that shit on just to huck up mad dumb shots and talk shit to dudes. That's literally what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I'm like, bro, I don't even want to play 2K anymore. I literally fucking hate playing 2K, dude. That ass. Cause I'll turn it on and no one's ever on games anymore. And I'm just playing in the old gym getting dudes yelling at me to fucking tell me they're going to fuck my mom and shit. It's like, bro, what? Like fuck off. Like two things. <laughs> one, three things. One, let us know when you're going on. It would be easier to come on. If you hit me up when you were going on, bro, two, here's the thing. I'm always two, on. No, you can come two. on whenever because you're doing your job and, and cooking dinner and shit. I don't even eat dinner, dog. I don't fucking, I'm just fucking... Yeah, but my thing's, like, when I'm chilling, I'm not knowing when people are on to come on. Like, we hit Chew and I with a text, see what people are doing, I'll come on. Two, definitely worth playing with your guy, like, a week in career games before you're doing that. You'll get badges so much faster. Your badges go up every game rather than, like, every 20 games in the, the rec because you're getting, like, two shots a game. Um, So much quicker to do, like, a few hours of career games here and there. And the last thing, always, always mute... I never have my audio going when I'm playing with those randoms. I'm not trying to listen to shit any of them have to say. Yeah, but that's your one mistake because here's <laughs> the thing. If I, here's the thing. No, no, no. It is bad. And I will I will never back down from f- some dude talking shit over a video game about my mother. And I will always talk back. But here's the thing. They don't know, so I'll give them a break on it. But not even that it's just not even worth the time of anything just like being like Let that me d- person that's swearing on there is just so angry where it's like bro i'm not gonna get on there and start swearing sure like, that's fine but i i bring enjoyment into like to to talking some of those guys off their anger i also bring enjoyment um to if i'm gonna be playing the game dude i got like what that like i gotta at least be hearing what they're saying about my guy or what or other guys like i don't know it is kind of fun it, it is kind of fun but I, lately it's just been terrible dude it's just been it's been bad games bad beats uh fantasy suck 
Giants suck. It's been terrible, bro. I just like, damn, I don't even want to pod unless someone's around. I tried to hit up Raj. See what he said. He's got some stuff for me and wanted to talk. I saw he was at a game and shit. And I was trying to catch up with him, see how he's doing with the whole vax mandate out there. See if he's even vaxxed or what the hell he's doing. Um, you know, like everyone, like, dude, that's the thing. Everyone else. And I, now like I've, I've realized this more now since I'm like not doing as much, obviously, cause I'm like basically working part time unemployed. Um, dude, everyone else is so busy, dude. Like I don't have, I don't have mad friends or mad people around. So it's like, even if I was hitting you up, bro, like today or like tomorrow, like to play games, bro, you're busy till like four or five o'clock, bro. I play, ba- I, get, I play games before then. So like if I play games all day. Then when you come on, it's like, fuck, dude, now I'm playing games even more. So now I wait for you to play games or what if you don't come on? So it's like, I ain't going to worry about what the fuck you're doing. I just need to worry about what I'm doing. And I find myself kind of trapped up because no one else wants to do what I'm doing. Like I tried to call Chew the other night, just didn't answer. Like, all right, whatever. I was just trying to see what's up. Maybe wanting to play some games. Like, whatever. He's probably watching baseball, like beat from work. Like I've talked to him about it. It's all good. Just checking up on him type of shit. Uh... You know, I've chilled with Dukes more the past couple weeks since I've been fucked up uh, than I've done all year. But that's the type of shit where I'm like, bro, I can't, I can't tell if it's a, if it's a positive or a negative. Cause realistically, I could have chilled with Dukes more when I was working, but I kind of use the same excuse Chewie uses for me sometimes. I use this, uh, I'm B, I'm shot, I gotta be up at four, and they were to me at the time valid excuses, but. Hey, you could have lived a little bit more to, to where I'm at now, which is, it's almost like vice versa. Like I'm hitting up Dukes like, yo, what's good? You want, you want to do anything today? Like, uh, like, I don't know, dude. I, I personally, I can't rely on other people to want to do shit with me. So I just find myself doing shit by myself nonstop. And it's like, oh shit. Like, I I don't know. It's, it's definitely the thing. The older we get, it gets tougher to get people to get things. Like, I even have, like, a big group me of some uh, group message from some of my friends from college. It's like, we don't, like, see each other that much. We'll, yeah, like, but here's we'll the... Text, my whole point on, is... We'll, we'll text in there sometimes. What, I'm getting the same point as you. We'll text in there sometimes. It's like, T.Y., Pappas, like, people you know. We'll text in there sometimes. Like, this weekend, like, hit people up. Like, yo, anyone trying to watch some games? And you get, like, one response. And it's like, damn. All right, guys. Like, one person be like, nah, I'm busy or something like that. It's like, all right. Like, yeah, it's older we get, it's tougher to get. Yeah, but here's, like, this is more of my point is, like, you'll be like, oh, like, hit up Dukes or whatever to come down and and chill, like, watch games, which I totally do. But, like, the odds of, like, all them wanting to go or anybody wanting to go are just, at this point, seems slim to none. Like, I I feel like, like, I want to go to the casino, bro. I just get my ass in the car and drive to the casino. Like, normally I was hitting up Duke, like, yo, you trying to go? Like, Chew, will you please come with me? Chew said, like, five times he'd come check it out with me. Still hasn't come. It's been open for, like, three weeks. Duke came with me one day, but, like, he had shit to do. Like, didn't even really make some bets. I'm like, bro, why'd you even come here? Like, you didn't have to come with me. I would just came by. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't have to do shit with me if you don't want. I was just asking. Like, I don't know. To, to me, I'm just like, fuck. Like, it seems like all this shit... Like, I don't know. I was trying to explain it to Chew. I don't think you understand what I was saying, but I'm like, bro, I'll hit you. Like, cause he'll be like, yeah, hit me up. Or like, or like you're saying, hit me up. But I'll be like, bro, if I hit you up and you don't answer, like don't want to do this shit. It's like after 20 right, times well, of doing Chew that. Is, Chew is a prone to not answer. I'll at least answer you if I'm not going to be down. 
Yeah, I, I understand. I understand you'll answer me and tell me you're not down. I'm not going to ever hit you up from where you're at and be like, yo, dude, you trying to come over at 9 and we can go to the casino? No, My whole I point is, that. is if you want me to come down to your place, bro, I'm probably coming down to your place solo because I do no, all I my shit alone. I'll get to, <laughs> I, I invite Duke, because when I went to, I did a, a UMass fantasy football draft. I do a Duke like a few weeks ago at his place, and it was the first time I'd saw like Smikes in a while, and Smikes was like, yo, like when you inviting us up to your place? So that's why the last, that's what made me think of it the last few weekends. I was like, all right, let me tell Duke, tell Smikes, tell Seg and get him up here. So like, I'll give it another shot. Is what it is. Might not ever work, especially getting into soccer season with the Smikes and stuff like that. But hey, it's 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 better to ask and have it not happen. The uh, it's like the tough thing we run into is, I remember being a little kid, and I'd want to play video games all the time. My dad would always say, "You're not gonna remember the times like you played video games when you grow up. You're gonna remember like when you went out and did this, when you went out and do that." So like, I don't know. That's my thinking. Like, yeah, I'll play video games if people aren't gonna be around. Whatever. But like. I'll at least ask and try and get people to do some other shit before I do that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you're always better off trying to ask and try and get some people to do some other shit. Well, that's that's what I'm basically trying to tell you, bro. Is no, like I'm, ag- I'm agreeing. I'm I literally agreeing wake you. up some days and I don't have much to do right now. I got a couple appointments this week, which is like, all right, finally got some responsibility. It's fucking going to cost me money that I don't really have. Uh, and it's like, all right, I'm going to either pod hopefully someone's around or play some games like bro no i don't want to be doing that all the time like i'll do that shit during the night i'll do that shit like early in the morning when i'm watching my sports talk but like i don't know i've been trying to do more shit but there's really not much anyone's doing so that's why i've just hey, been gaming i know in you've that... said you're not the biggest fan but the best option gaming in the old gym exercise. best options always exercise Fish your head you feel better about it after best options always exercise i feel there are days where, like, you're a little different because you got a dog, so you're always going to be, like, going outside to some degree doing some shit. And, like, obviously you don't work, like, you know, when you're working, like, you don't work from home, so when you're working, you're going out. But, like, I'll have days where, like, if I don't exercise, like, basically two, two maybe three days straight where it's like, damn, I didn't really leave the place other than, like, get mail. <laughs> yeah, then, but, like, like... And then, like, you'll just feel, like, shitty about yourself, like, have a headache, feel kind of, like, garbage. And then on days where I'm, like, exercising and doing shit just feel like a million times better on the real though yeah no i hear you on that in your regard like fuck dude definitely don't go three days without just only getting the mail like i would literally be concerned if that was you um oh bro i've definitely gone yeah yeah which i'm why i'm which i'm why i'm slightly concerned about you sometimes Uh, i want (laughs) to play games and check in on you and see if you want to chill uh at least you answer anyways uh no fuck what was i gonna tell you it was basically um oh this is it this dude's been hitting me up to come ball that i used to work with but he lives in like literally mass like up past dukes or i mean i'm sorry past bush and i'm like and i'm like i'm like dude i really do want to kind of like hit some pickup games but i'm like i'm like bro that's a long way to drive when he's trying to have me ball at like nine at nine fifteen at night i'm like dude do they even like do they even have lights in this joint uh, anyways so he's probably talking like a league or something i don't like know that. but anyways I, he's gonna be able to come i'm like bro that's pushing it but i am i like i might tear my acl rupture my a, could, my ankle saquon style is there any courts the down by you get, like if i came down, down to chill for a day and like yeah, we were about yeah. to watch some watch some games like if I came down at like, I don't know, uh, before the or when it, or I don't know, is there, there like are, certain there are times? Plenty of courts. 
but I'd have to like know a day. Like I'd have to get some people down. I could get us like a game of three or three or something, but like there aren't a lot of courts where it's like, oh, we'll just show up and there'll be people balling. Like, really? Not, not near you? Not really. That's um, wild. I thought for sure like, I could just pull up and just some, ball down there's there. There's some, but like for the most part, all the courts like there aren't there aren't really heads there. You want to know something? Like when we go, you want to know where yeah. everyone's at? It's almost a shame though, because I was talking to Smikes about this the other day, bro. Sports are just dying, bro. Like my brother's high school uh, football team is is trash. Uh, Smikes well, is, HK football was always trash, but yeah, they're old Saybrook. But yeah, I mean, I'm oh, sure oh, oh, I'm right, sure yeah. HK can't be much better. Uh, Smikes coaches the HK soccer team. They're okay, but um, it's just like not hey, the. Hey, it's, they won the state championship last year. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, I think it was last year. But yeah, it's it was it's uh. It's a combination of not enough kids playing sports because, like, the youth, like, my neighbor next door who has a little kid can't get her kid into any, like, HK rec shit. Like, all the, like, youth basketball, t-ball, all the shit we did as a kid, like, isn't even available in my town. Like, I'm... trash. I think Killingworth has it, but, like, I don't know about Haddam. I don't know if they can buy... And it's just, like, leaking into the high school, too, bro. They don't even have a basketball coach at HK right now. It's what I heard. My brother keeps telling me to go to apply to it. I'm like, bro, I ain't coaching my first gig. I ain't getting the job anyway. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, we remember this hothead. We kicked him out of the gym like fucking 10 times already. Like, <laughs> I'd get kicked out my first game probably, to be honest. But it's it's actually sad. It is literally sad because, like, you're right. It, I never played video games as a kid. I've always said since I've been potting, I played more video games now ever since I've been at college since I ever did uh, just to kind of – fill some of the time rather than be a lame and watch TV and sleep like shit, dude. Like, I want to do something. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, dude, I guess, I guess no one's got that mindset anymore. I know there's some parents that like, I guess this is like another thing too. Well, I don't know if this hurts. Uh, like some parents that like almost like force their kids to do sports where it's like, Oh, if you want to play video games, like you got to play this sport. So like, here's the thing. Or like, you got to come to this golf camp. So, like, I'll get kids that don't even want to be there because their parents are like, if you go to golf camp, you can play video games. So, the kids at golf camp, and I got to deal with this kid who doesn't want to be there, and he's a fucking menace and a piece of shit. So, it's like, it's like, what the fuck, dude? The whole, the whole sports thing, like, Well, that's always been a thing. You got to, kids don't know what they want to do. You got to push them out of their comfort zone. Like, I I didn't want to play soccer as a kid. I didn't really want to be out there. But then once I was out there, I was liking doing it. Like, I didn't want to go to practices. I liked the games. Like, yeah, but like, you weren't fucking disrespecting your coach. No, no. I'm like, I, I would be, I, you would not, you would be surprised what some of these kids say. Some of these, some of these I have no information to back this up. These kids are ridiculous. But I don't, I wouldn't think, that youth sports numbers are down. Oh, you know, they're 100% like, down. I'm going to do some research. I'll bring it back to you on the well, pod. Well, the thing is, the population has grown so much. So, like, it'd be impossible for them to be down overall. Maybe they're down, like, per capita, like, based on number of people, percentage of people playing sports is down. But, like, we're just, like, a growing population. So I can't imagine it's much far, like, further down with more people than it was before, with sports being more, like, on social media and readily accessible and stuff like that. Maybe the bigger issue is parents that want their kids. I don't know how young this is starting, but parents that want their kids to actually be good at sports, putting them into different avenues to where like rec departments just don't have kids who are serious about it. They have kids who aren't serious. And like all the kids who maybe have done it a little bit are off playing and like 
a league or something like that. I don't know. Depends. I, I'm really just throwing out guesses right now, but I wouldn't imagine sports popularity is down, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm worried. I'm worried for sure. Might have to get into the... Also, also anywhere in the shoreline is not a good sample size of how we should feel about things because we're not a good... We're not necessarily like the powerhouse district of sports. Oh, all right, yeah, f- all right, fine, fair, but I was it's not a knock. I, I mean, was working up knock, in the Greater Hartford area, and I can vouch for up that area as well. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Connecticut, I'm, I'm Connecticut in general. I'm not saying maybe it's Connecticut. Maybe it's maybe it's all areas. I don't know. I'd have. To, that's why I like bringing in. Rob, I gotta ask Barry in New York. See what's good. That's why I like bringing in people different areas. See what's I don't know good. how in touch Barry is with the high school scene in New York. I'm going to hit him up and tell him to do some research before he comes <laughs> back on the pod, dog. What the fuck? Barry, Barry, go to the local middle school and take some milk. Drop some milk off in the cafeteria and figure it out. Hey, my name's Barry the Milkman. I got some candy. Can I get an interview for your kids? Oh, my God. I've seen Barry playing Papas on uh, uh, PGA Tour like every single night. Hey. They the hit me up yesterday, and they were like, yo, download PGA Tour. I was like, I'm not going to do that, but good luck. They've been but playing every night. With them. You have it, right? I deleted it because I – no, I'm not playing them in that. I deleted it because in the – at least on my end, I don't know if I have downloaded the wrong game, but it wasn't working right. Like, my, I, it was on my PS4, and then, like, I got it over to my P5, and it was not working right. Like, the mm. – I didn't enjoy it. was a waste of... Apparently, it's free right now. They're like, it's free to download. I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, no. That's whack. (laughs) How's Hot Wheels? Have you played much? Uh, Hot Wheels? Yeah, I do play it. It's pretty sweet. Um, I mean, I've only played, like, the the story mode, so, like... Yeah, I mean, I I don't... I didn't... How much more is there to it? Or you do you like play people online? Is that an option too? Like yeah, you could do that. I can multiplayer you. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know. No one has Hot Wheels. I'm the only one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> ripping it by myself, I, dog. Yeah, See, I'm yeah, doing I'm... shit alone always. It's just how I do shit. Keep it G. I uh, yeah, I've not heard anyone else talk about Hot Wheels yet. All right, so I just want. I think there's only two games tomorrow night. Yep. Um, so I just want your game picks and. I want to know if you think the Red Sox are going to take care of the Astros and make the World Series. Yeah, for sure, Red Sox. I'm not going to give you any evidence to support that because I don't have any. But yeah, Kiki Hernandez is absolutely nuts right now, so that should be your only evidence. He is unreal. I need to wait for Chewy to give me some stats on what he's doing. It's ridiculous. Anyways, Uh, to start off the night, I think it's the first game of the night is Bucks nets bro. Um, Brooklyn Nets at Milwaukee. Uh, I'm not sure what the exact spread is currently, but it was Milwaukee plus one at the time that I made this bet. Um, who you got in this game? I got the Bucks what? plus one. The Nets are favored at Milwaukee. No I don't know. Way. This is what I got right here for tomorrow night. Can you see this? Is this legal to do this? Yeah. Why not? It's just a ticket. Yeah, minus one ten. Milwaukee. Well, you bet the bu- the Bucks at plus one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I bet the Bucks to win, and I bet the Lakers to win minus five. Ten to win thirty six fifty. Um, you you down with this or or is this a bad beat right here? No 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 I'm just I'm just trying to think of what I want right now. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Oh no. <laughs> of course. Really. 
Brooklyn's favored by a point and a half in Milwaukee on their ring night. That's that's weird. I'm I'm shocked that usually if teams are equally talented, they give the home team uh, the home team's favorite. So that's not that Milwaukee isn't. It's it's in Milwaukee. You said right? Yeah, it is. That's weird. Um, and they have. Sorry, I just cut Lakers, out there. I don't know what the fuck happened. The Lakers favored by like three and a half to four and a half, depending on the place. You are these the Lakers. bad beats? No, no, I think those are, you bet the Lakers and the Bucks, right, on the spread? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think those are both of the sides I would have taken. I don't feel, I don't know. Obviously, I, I, the Lakers is the one that could, obviously both could go either way. They're good teams. The Lakers is the one that would concern me a little more just because, like, First game, trying to integrate their pieces. Don't take the preseason much into account. But I'm actually pissed because I was there this together in the preseason. I was there this week and I almost threw f- my last five on a golf bet, and I was just gonna throw five on somebody to win the golf tournament. Um, and Rory ended up winning the golf tournament, and I literally was like, "Damn, I almost threw five on Rory." This is the next night, though. How you feel about this beat right here? So you got the Bulls favored two and a half on the Pistons. You got the Hornets favored by three on the Pacers. Actually, Memphis favored by eight at the Cavs. Boston. Uh, only one I'm not crazy about <laughs> is the Charlotte. Don't the, the Charlotte Pacers ones? The probably the scariest one to me. I just think they're like equally talented teams. I like I like the rest. But of them. The, you were telling me you can't win any in NBA. Like this is pretty straight, bro. No, Five no, to win sixty six fifty. Like all right, like get at me on that. NBA, pretty decent odds. Grizzlies NBA win by eight. Like get at me. NBA has a losing proposition to bet on a single spread and expect to win more than 50% of the time. If you're betting on a parlay, you're already accepting that you're not winning most of the time. So yeah. like, it's fine. Fair. Like, you can get the, it's fine. I just, I just would never place a bunch of money on an NBA bet and be like, Oh, this is a sure thing because like NBA is so volatile. You put in the bench warmers and like a 15 point lead evaporates and you just got fucked. So like, I just would never bet a lot of money on something that I think is a certain outcome in the NBA because things can shift so quickly. I will certainly be putting parlays in like you just did on the NBA. Yeah, all my parlays died this weekend, but shout out to Coastal. This is the only one I have left. And uh, I bet the Auburn-Arkansas over, which was wild how that hit, by the way. I had the Kentucky plus 21.5, but I don't know if you saw that video. They literally scored on the last second of the game to cover the game. And now I have Coastal on Wednesday night to cash out my money. It's only nice. five to win thirty-seven fifty, but I put thirty-five in the machine. So the way I look at it is, I'm up two fifty on the casino. Yep, just got it. That last one hit. Are they? Who are they playing? Appalachian State Wednesday night. I mean, that t- I was telling my brother, if that doesn't happen, I might never gamble again because that should be the biggest lock on the planet. Coastal hasn't lost. Coastal has not lost a game. They have an 18-game regular scene active uh, regular season FBF winning streak going right now, which is the longest active streak in college football. They also don't lose by by more than a touchdown, or, or more, I mean, they blow teams out. They've played a couple good teams. Closest game they last played was last year against BYU. If you remember that game, we picked up by the way. So what what you should do is do what I just did and make the list of the 15 teams. Don't look at anything else before. Don't look at spreads or totals. Make a list of the 15. 15- you think and how they're going to finish in each conference 
then look at the odds and see which team you think is going to be way above where Vegas thinks they're going to be, and you should bet the over on the total. Yeah, dude, I just told you I got the magic. I got the magic making the playoffs. Five bucks to win one thirty. Get at me. That's an insane. Five bucks to win one thirty. You you five bucks to win five (laughs) thousand. You think that's an insane an insane bet? Look, nothing can be a bad bet. Like okay, I like you were saying. Like, do I really care about losing five bucks that I just went and blew at the fucking gas station an hour ago? Like, dude. If the Magic make the playoffs and I win one thirty, I'm gonna laugh my way all the way to the bank when this the happens. Because you told me it was insane. Means that they either, if they have to be a eaten up, which is yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Really better than that's gonna be tough. Yeah, I hear you. It'll be that's extremely be hard. Really tough. All right, we'll see if it's tough later. Uh, that's, that's, here's the thing about tough, I dude. Like... Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Let's get at it, buddy. Your audio just cut out. I can't hear you. It's fine. What'd you say? I hear you now. I said, tough. Here's the thing about being tough, dude. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Let's get at it, buddy. (laughs) Let's get it. Oh, man. Yeah, just me personally, I'd probably bet, like, more parlays on that stuff because I just trust Vegas that like they're going to be pretty close on most of those things. The teams that will make the playoffs. Are you gonna if it opens up online tomorrow? Are you gonna bet any of the games tomorrow night? NBA parlay them. Yeah, I might do more. Um, like let me look right now. I might do more like player props and stuff like that. Like how individual players will do. One, I mean, like the biggest edge in all of sports betting, like how you can help yourself win more often than not is when a player gets ruled out they'll take the lines down from every site so if lebron got ruled out they would take russell westbrook's down from every every site in like 15 minutes with a totally different spread because all russell westbrook's projections change if lebron is out so the best thing you could possibly do is the second you get an alert or the second you see like within one minute of someone being out go right to the place and throw a bet in on the person it impacts. And like that's on more than individual players. Like for example, there, there are lots of great times to do it. Like awful example, but say it was like mid season and like LeBron or like season ending injury LeBron gets like great time to bet the Warriors to win the division. Cause the Lakers are going to fall off something like that. So basically just betting things before the odds makers have a chance to change the odds because you're going to get them at more favorable odds than they will be in, like, 15 minutes when they change everything. Well, that's the thing, bro. Go look at the coastal line right now for me, because I have them at three and a half. My, I, there, I, there is no way they're not more than a 10-point uh, favorite right now. Because I bet on them literally, like, a week, a week and a half ago now from when their game was. I need to actually – I need to try and check that up. There's no way that they're a three. I mean, I knew Appalachian no, State has no, four wins. By four. By four? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a closer. This might be. Wow, this might not be a lock. Appalachian <laughs> State, if they fucking blow my. I will literally fucking cry, dude. I will literally cry. Let's see here. For player bets, we have. Oh, fuck. Yeah, DraftKings. I'm used to a different site. DraftKings has it in a weird way. Yeah, FanDuel, uh, FanDuel's, I think it might be crashed right now, but it's not letting me do nothing right. Like, it won't let me parlay anything. It just has me, like, all in, like, wager each bet, yeah, which... It, it, I think, I would think it would be good tomorrow. But, like, for example, like, DraftKings has 
Why is my shit being all weird? I don't know, I'm about to clip the video anyways. I'll come back and clean up in a solo this week. Make some game picks for week seven. Uh, yeah. Seggy Station. Game